I lost my uh, voice on the Elkins hour last night because we had a two and a half hour podcast. It was late too, wasn't it? Late, yeah. I'm surprised Chad was. Uh, although I could see where. Um, well, you've had busy season. You remember giving at the old college try and busting your ass off and all that. And then oh, after, sure. after a 16 hour day of work, it's like, yeah, I guess you should go to bed. But I wonder if the human mind is like, dude, I just got to like talk to somebody or be social. Like it's some token necessary amount of social activity. And so I was kind of surprised how late Chad was on because he's on Central and I'm over on Western. Yeah. Pacific rather. And, um, and we thought we made these record number of super chats. Uh, and, and we're like, oh yeah, it's at least 150 bucks, 200 bucks. And I look at the amount that came in because I got to pay out Chad, you know, when he consults, I got to pay him his share. Uh-huh. And it, it was something like we made 70 bucks. I'm like, what the hell cut did Google just take? And so then I went back. I'm rushing and rushing because I had the dentist and now I'm here. So I went back to the video and you have to kind of go back and you can't just look up super chats. So I'm calculating them and adding them up. And I realized we had a ton of super chats. They were all like a buck 20 or two. <laughs> it did add up to like 103 and then our 30% cut. Or I'm sorry. 70% cut is only 71. I'm like, wah, 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 wah. you are, you are like the deadliest catch where you're on just a little bit of crab. The pots aren't full. And you just got to keep on fishing. You got to keep I, on going. Got to keep on collecting those little amounts so that they add up. Wish <laughs> wish I knew what in hell's name you were talking about. Deadliest catch. I've mentioned it before. The deadliest I, yeah, catch. I know you've no. mentioned it before, but do you think I actually watch no. No, I big, don't. fat, dopey white guys on a boat? Hey, you would like them. They work their asses off. I don't. I, I'm sure they do. I'm they sure they do. Asses off. I'm sure Jessup and Jebediah and 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 Frankie all go out and and they dramatize it and I know the crab don't bite in the afternoon on the sunset. My dad lost the tip of his penis to a crab one time. He hunted him down, and I'm yeah, I'm sure. You what don't is knock it. it till, don't knock it till you try it. Don't knock I it till you try it. I have the only, the only time it is acceptable. And I'm finding this more and more as I get older. The only time I think it is acceptable to watch TV is on a day like today for all you poor suckers uh-huh. stuck up in the North. I was States. just going to check here. Let's see. <laughs> so, you're, so you're in Vegas, right? I am in a balmy. Well, it was 65 today. I don't know if it's 65 anymore. The sun just went down. So it may only be 60 or 61. Let's see. According to Google, it is 63 right now. In Las in Vegas, Vegas, Nevada. All right. It's 63 yep. still. All right. Good. And where I am at. You dumb. You saps. Was, you so the, suckers. So that was 63. So it is 84 degrees warmer in Las 84. Vegas. It's negative 21 right now. And you got Keith Ellison's dick in your ass. <laughs> yes, That's what's that. great. That's the insult <laughs> to injury. And the Ilan Omar, or whatever the hell her name is, the national embarrassment that she's turned out to be. No, no, she's not a national embarrassment. Everybody loves her. Just like Ocasio <laughs> Cort. You got the nation is at least 52% retards yeah. right now. Right. right. No, they don't what? care. They have, they're not capable of shame. Did you just light up a cigar? No, I got these. Um, oh. I got a uh, hang on. I'll explain it here in a second. Give me a second. There it okay. okay, there it goes. Um, it's this, uh, essential oil stuff. You ever hear of this crap? 
You're smoking essential oils? What? No, no. <laughs> have you heard of essential yes. oils? Yes, I have, of course. Yeah. Okay, so the GF is into these things. <clears throat> All right. Her mom is also into it. My mom thinks this is going to be your retirement plan. This is the 401k because you see why invest in a fucking 401k over 65 years of life when you can, you're, you're, you are guaranteed to have a posh, luxurious retirement plan with selling fucking essential oils. Right, right. DT? Right. Yeah. So, get on that essential oil gold mine. Bandwagon. Yep. Yeah. Right. So uh, the GF came home with these things and you all, you got to be on women, DT. You got to be on women. They will piss through fucking money uh, if you don't keep your eye on them. They'll vote Democrat. Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's YOLO. I mean, whatever. They'll come up with an excuse. You know when they don't piss away money? When, I don't know. When they're pregnant and laid up giving birth, that's about the only time. And even then, they're incurring costs. When don't they piss away money? When they are the sole breadwinner for your family. <laughs> <laughs> they learn. They re learn real quick. <laughs> yeah. You know when they also become uh, really good with their money? When? When you say, I won't be with you if you don't get good with your money. And they actually like you. That's that's the other thing. It's like you're it's getting rich. It's that second part of the of that statement that's the key, I think. That's the key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I remember I remember telling the, the GF, I'm like, you're getting rid of that beamer or, or we're not together. There's no debt, there's no beamer, and it's it's gone or you're gone. And uh, not that we're even really dating that much. I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna, although my, my reputation preceded me. I think everybody kind of knew that, uh, within the group of female friends and my group of friends that many years ago, they kind of knew when they'd like, let's go visit Clary in his basement apartment. And we'd all hop in the 85 gutless cutlass Supreme or the much more updated 89 Chevy Caprice classic. Mm -hmm. I think the women knew that. If you were expecting a free ride or a sugar daddy, I would not be it. I think they kind of there was no false advertising there. <laughs> that you saw they saw you in your natural habitat is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'll I'll grant the women of the 90s at least this much they would have sex and give it up and there was some fun times. There were some good times. There were some uh -huh. good times. And in all fairness to, I'd say, the majority of the women I dated, uh, they would try to offer to go Dutch. They at least temporarily did not care about what car I drove. But they didn't care that I lived in a basement. Uh, they went out. Uh, a fair amount of them had sex. Uh, but I still, I don't think a single one of them would have married me. Uh, because <laughs> it was kind of like I was the fun toy. Like I was the fun guy. He dances. He drives around he hikes he does those things he's a i'm the fun guy but the fuck if you want to marry him and live in a basement uh you know especially if he doesn't want to have kids so i was not husband material uh but i was fun guy material back in the day basement living in minnesota dude where it's i at. got laid more in basements than any other place man more in basements than any other place basements are very soundproof uh they're right. also cheap places to live if you can't <laughs> afford to live above ground. I was never an above ground person until like 2006, 2007. And then I was then I was living big and large, man. Then I was living large. I was above ground. I had uh, and I so had there, my own place. No, so no there tenants, was this no roommates. Old movie back then, uh, back in the eighties, called Chud. C Why does that sound familiar? Dot u dot d dot. It's it's in. Uh, whatever acronym mm -hmm. 
and it stands for cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. But I wonder if we can turn that into like Clary <laughs> something underground dweller. What would what would be the the H? Uh, you were a chud. You were a Clary. Uh, Clary something. I can't think of one. Shouldn't have started down the path until I came up with the H. Nah, that's it. Doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> so the GF brings back a bunch of these uh, a box. And I'm I, I mean like what's in the box? Oh, yeah, just some oils. Okay, okay, okay. I know how Frank it's it's in my work. What do you mean oils? What's this oil shit? You got enough fucking crap downstairs in your uh beauty department, you know, the the bathroom where the girls have all their how how many makeup. bottles of moisturizer would you uh estimate? Uh my girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, only one. Oh really? Oh yeah, no, no, she's she's gone. Uh, no, no. Many years ago, there was. It's kind of imagine we defeated the Germans and the Japanese after World War II, right? Mm-hmm. Or 1945. This is 1955. Okay, so it's like 10 years later. There's this big battle, and now the Japanese and the Germans are very well behaved. They're doing exactly what they're doing. They're quickly becoming first world nations. But there's still that level of distrust. Like you didn't forget okay, World War II. Okay. We like, wait, is there a wolf pack up in the mountains of Bavaria that uh, still does the funny salute to the guy with the funny mustache? And the Japanese, like, is that a Shinto uh, temple that uh, you guys think you're going to go and take over the Pacific? So I- I'm honed to that. You know, I- I- anytime I see something coming, I'm like, wait, because the battle was 15 years ago where it's here's you ever get you got that talk. Here's where you have to be in order for us to go forward financially. This is, we're not buying fancy luxury cars. We're not living in fancy luxury apartments. We're owning instead of leasing property. Here's where we're going. And if you don't like it, that's perfectly fine. You're a comely lady. You can find a dopey middle-aged 50-year-old to piss away his 401k pension on you. And you could temper, or we go the Clary route. Which is, you know, motorcycles and this and that, or that. But that was 15 years ago. The battle had been fought. And, and there the was key to that is just one bottle of moisturizer. So, <laughs> yeah. But, it, and, and plus, you've been in my place. It's not that big. You know, for, for, yeah. you got to, it's like, no, we got to get rid of all this crap. And, and <clears throat> if you want to live here, that's what it is. So, uh, I won the battle, but you still got to is- be on it. That is a huge win. I mean, I can't even estimate how many bottles of moisturizer are over here. I and somehow when my hands get all dry in this 21 below zero cold, I can't uh-huh. find a bottle of moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't re- I didn't realize how good I did uh in my battles and it, I hate to say getting concessions. It's not concessions. Like these are the standards. If you don't like it, buy, go away. And all these guys, older people, you know, like my dad's age, baby boomers, and even guys married our age who like. They can't believe uh, the GF lets me go ride motorcycles. They can't believe that she, they, she lets me go hiking all the time. They can't believe that I got her to get rid of her crappy luxury car. I, they can't believe she has no debt. They can't believe they can't believe they can't believe. I'm like, have you ever tried growing a penis and telling your <laughs> wife or significant other no? See, and I can believe is, I can believe yeah. all that, but I can't believe the one bottle of moisturizer. I can't get past that one. They're well, cheap, but it's like it's so easy. You got a whole family. <laughs> no, I know. No, that's kind of it's one of everything. Hey, if it was still up to me, 
back in my day, I had one fork, one spoon, one spoon, one bowl, one knife. You know, right, that's right. that's all I needed. And if it was up to me and I was to be a total uh, dictator, we'd have now two bowls, two forks, two spoons. Right. You know, I'd like, two okay, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll acquiesce on that. I'll let you have some dishes, you know, in, in case there's that one every 500 days people come over we have company to eat right right (laughs) but otherwise in the 15 years the gf and i have been together 99.8 percent of our meals have been just with two forks two plates two knives and two bowls because there's only two of us eating right um so she's amazing though pretty amazing it is no no and i i found out you know down the road so uh she comes walking in with this box and i'm like Price already, uh, real estate already comes at a premium in my small house. I'm like, what is that? You know, what is this shit you're bringing into my house? How big was the, how big was the box? Oh, 10 inches by four inches by three inches deep. <laughs> no, man, like I'm on it. So a couple plates stacked on each other, basically. If that even. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. No, it, it's it's like you got to be a, a commandant of a, you know, a Stalag 17, you know, looking for contraband all the time. And she's and you could just tell her body uh, language changed. Where I'm like, I got her. Oh, she's guilty about something. Well, they're just oils. What do you mean, just oils? Well, they're they're really they're organic. No, not organic. Essential, essential oils. They're probably organic and, too. Yeah. Well, who gives a shit? Doesn't matter. It's shit that shouldn't be in my house. So she then explains to me how her mommy's using this for a retirement plan because, of course, you would. And they're nice and they're organic. She's going to use them. Oh, so and I'm she, like, went to, she went to one of those like Tupperware parties, basically. I guess where, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, where they had wine parties, but I don't know. I'm I'm sure there's a multi-level marketing thing and you yeah. can make money on it. I'm not saying. And so I, I was like, all right, you know, I'm not going to begrudge you your oils. And then I found out, okay, some of them actually work. Um you know, this constant cough I have, if I'm on it, there's like oregano oil and some lemon oil. You mix it, it works. Um, and because this is getting back to the podcasting for two hours, I kind of lost my voice. My cough is coming back. And she got me these uh, <clears throat> peppermint beadlet oils. And so I grabbed those, and those actually do a pretty good job. And that's what you heard. That was just me opening up the bottle. It wasn't me. Okay, okay. Yeah. So. so now you can write that off because it's a part of your podcast. Right? <laughs> Dude, I actually could. I could <laughs> yeah. write it off. Yeah. I had that Sepacol spray. No, Banaka. Remember Banaka? Yes. And and uh, the 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 challenge or the test was you'd spray it underneath your tongue. You see if you could do that in middle school. Right. Yep. Oh, yeah. So I would it's write a cool off a little bottle and it was start, it's like aerosol or uh, yeah, it's an aerosol bottle, right? Where yeah. Just, I think yeah. it was incredibly flammable too. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You guys missed out in the eighties and nineties. Good times we had, and you could bring it to school along with a pocket knife and everything. And, and the vaginas yeah. of the education world wouldn't get sand in themselves. And yep. so uh, the Banaka, I used that when I taught dance class, I was doing finance seminars because I would lose my voice. And now it's kind of the same thing I'm doing you know, talking and podcasting and asshole consulting. So I do get um, these peppers. So I, I was uh, <clears throat> I was wrong. I was suspicious at first about these oils, uh, but they are actually practical and they do work. Um, not that I advise you all go buy them, but it was, uh, it had all the them? writings. What's that? You consume them? All of them are, no. they're not like body oils or ones for bath no, or whatever. We, they're all. 
Well, this is the thing. I I wish they bring back the Mr. Yuck stickers because uh-huh. some of them can actually fuck you up if you ingest them. <laughs> really? Like you're not supposed to. Good Christ, don't drink the lavender. There was one of them. I'm like, hey, babe, would this go well with my coffee or my my tea? She's like, what is it? I, I don't know what it was. Echinacea or something like, oh, no, don't put it. No, that's not edible. You can't eat that one. Da, da, da. So I kind of, <laughs> I'm not going to raid her oil cabinet anytime soon, but I know uh, the peppermint you could consume. And then um, the oregano you could consume and the lemon you can consume, the grapefruit you could consume, but uh, the, I don't know about the rest. That that I just kind of leave and like I, I, I really ask, hey, can I consume this? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, good Christ, no, don't, don't consume that. <laughs> so they want, they're not all tax deductible then. No, they're not. Uh, if I bought it myself, yeah. But uh, and this shit is expensive, man. It's yeah. expensive. This bottle right here, I think, is twenty dollars, and it's the size of a large tube of chapstick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and you girls wonder why you got debt. I really, you know. Well, it's like the the guy equivalent would be what uh, uh, Dave's sports uh, car death death sauce or whatever. What is it called? The after death sauce. Where it's like a really concentrated spicy um, sauce, and you're only supposed to put like a drop in your chili, or it'll, yeah. it'll like kill you. <laughs> I've <laughs> never con- heard of that. Oh, you haven't? I think it's called after death sauce. Oh, well, okay. there's warnings know. all over it because it's got such a high concentration of that capsicum or whatever it's mm-hmm. called that that is the spicy. What makes things spicy? Well, I don't think this is the equivalent. There's not like millions of men running across America trying to sneak death sauce. No, that's true. That's underneath, true, you know, and they're not spending hundreds of dollars. I mean, let's look, let's look it up. What is a bottle of death sauce? Cost? I, think, I think it's called Dave's after death sauce. That's at least when I was in, when I was in college, that was, was what it was called. Oh, and this is put, going way back. Yeah. So it might not exist anymore, but we, we Blair's put a after on, death sauce. Hmm. It's called Blair's after Blair's death. now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was right about the after death anyway. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah, we know. gave one. Uh, my roommate had a dog and we took a little toothpick and really, <laughs> yes, really. I didn't do it. Wow. I did not do this, but uh, <laughs> somebody put a little toothpick, just a little drops worth. And here you go. Here you go, boy. Lick the toothpick and the dog's just, ah! <laughs> poor dog. Uh, it didn't last very it's... long. It did not last very long. Ten, 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. But it's really small, right? I mean, it's probably really I don't know. Got, look, look, on the per ounce base, no one, no one is not one kid's 529 plan had missed a funding payment or has been shortchanged because of Blair's after, after death sauce. After death sauce. I guarantee you there are millions of dollars worth shorted out of their children's college fund because of this damn essential oil stuff. And I even say some of it works. Right. But but the the level, like, oh, my God, it's almost a cult. I was watching a video on it, like, because now you got essential oil experts and they all got their fucking YouTube channels and their right. thing. and Because yeah. why why listen to the Clary podcast well, they're, about their frugality consultant. and say, Oh, consultants, they're advisors, consultants. Yeah. they're influencers. Yeah. They're they're yeah. organic oil influencers. They're that on their own business. Yeah. You could call it that. And, then, <laughs> and this is assuming hubby ain't fuck. This is assuming it ain't coma money. Yeah, coma money. Yep, yeah, exactly. he's assuming that she's actually or he's actually making because one of the guys I saw, he's like, 
Well, and, and they, they mix this almost like witch's brew. They start mixing it together. Well, three drops of oregano and two drops of, of chrysalis will get you this. But then I like to be, and it helps with this mood. And then I swear to God, I, I want to find this guy. I want to find him, DT. I want to punch him right in the face. Because he says, and this combination helps with forgiveness. This is, he, oh I think he was a God. pastor and like, hey, how can I schnooker more dopes out of their money? Because well, this is like Wiccan. It's like no, Wiccan. No, I think he was uh, a like, Christian dude. Really? Okay. Christian pastor. Yeah. Which becomes more and more diluted as time goes on. So Helps he's some forgiveness. Yeah. Some, well, some is that dead. The blood, is the blood of Christ in there too? Or <laughs> no, no. Jesus in, in hell and fire and brimstone and being a good person in the 10 commandments. The, the old Testament never makes it into Christianity nowadays. It's all you're forgiven. Yay. And you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. Uh, I think this was, Hey, I've made money borderline televangelist. Like let's make money off of these dopey Christians. Uh, and I'm going to sell essential oil. So this helps with forgiveness. I, I'm like, I should have looked him up to look up what a douche he is. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's been taken to its, uh, well, how would you, how would you market extent of absurdity? What you could, you could sell essential oils and what <laughs> basically I say that they'll help with debt and they'll help with, uh, with uh, discipline, you know, this, this essential a, oil will help you with discipline. <laughs> I get a hard enough time trying to get these dumbass kids to buy a book that's going to keep them out of debt and not cripple themselves financially for the rest of their lives. You think I can sell them oils? You think yeah, I can? I think I, that would probably, I bet you that would sell more, right? Who knows? If you sold, if you, sold oil, if, you, if you marketed oils to get out of debt and like all the problems that people have. And if they just take these oils, it'll help. Okay. And just come up with some bullshit reason, right? So just not like in conjunction, Christian. not in conjunction with my current line of products. No, yeah, yeah, you do it separately. Yeah. This could yeah. possibly be part of Operation Evil. Exactly. This oil will help you with being a fat virgin tau. This yeah. oil will help you find a rich, good looking tall man who's an investment uh -huh. banker. Yep. But if you want the investment banker, you had to add a little bit of echinacea. And then now. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck is echinacea anyway? Uh, it's some, I think it's like a weed or something. I don't, I don't Oh God. That, and they proved a long time ago, ago that echinacea does nothing for colds. Okay. Well, Not I don't it. know. Apparently it, it can change my oil too, but every time I, I had to like, <laughs> this was, this was another battle. Like this would be, if we're going back to the world war two analogy, this would be kind of like, this is a big battle back in the day, establishing who, who would rule post world war two. Uh, this would be like the battle of, uh, I wouldn't say Iwo Jima, but Guam. It was a pretty important battle. Get us some, some bases that land uh -huh. off. It was to not convince the GF that Echinacea had no value. I don't care if, you, if it makes you feel better. You think it makes you feel Go ahead and do it. It was to get her to stop asking me or saying, <laughs> you should take some Echinacea. When you were sick or whatever. When I was yep. sick or I had flatulence, if I if I got a paper cut, everything was the salute. The solution to everything at the time was echinacea. And uh -huh. I'm like, if you say echinacea one more fucking time, I'm gonna <laughs> hunt down under one even babies and nieces at that time. I but it, it wasn't a death, but it was swear to God, I'll push you off a fucking cliff. Don't ask me about the fucking echinacea again. <laughs> Yeah. And so uh, now I, I uh, but she, she takes it. She, uh, no. 
and she's in better health than me. So I, I, whatever works, man, go for it. I'm not going to, I'm very libertarian that way. Right. Right. So she bought some stuff from her mom who is now a consultant for essential oils. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, one, one of my family members sells clothes. I can't remember. They're really expensive too. Clothes yeah, or clothes? Yeah, clothes with TH. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's yeah. not offered at Walmart. <laughs> I, know, I, I was just going to say, is there anything even equivalent that guys do? I mean, it's not like we have fishing lure parties or anything, you know? I mean, it's like, no, is there anything at all that is even close to like that, that guys do? No, there's a, there's an element of, of, I don't want to say cult, but club level familial belonging and almost a pseudoscience. So you could kind of seem like you're being smarter, intelligent, um, and even then, I'm trying to come up with another instance of uh, essential oils that women I mean, do. If a guy, uh, if a guy held a party and invited a bunch of people over to sell stuff to his friends, he'd get punched in the mouth, right? Because he'd be like, <laughs> it's like "Dude, what? we got stores for that shit." Yeah, <laughs> what you're supposed to like buy beer and give us beer, and I mean that's what the party is right. Not mm-hmm. us buying beer from you or buying something else. I mean, that, that'd be the closest would be, Hey, come on over. We'll have a, we'll have a beer party and you're buying beer from your friend. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense to a guy. No. Cause yeah, the guy would be like, I can go to the store and get beer. You jackass. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think men have the same thing with like, uh, uh, cigar tastings or scotch tastings, or maybe when guys go to the auto show, you yeah. know, they kind of go there to look at the old cars. But, um, and I could say, I'm, there's got to be, there's got to be something equivalent because we don't want to fall into the trap or saying, oh, look at women and their dumbass shit. Right. And I'm like, really? Right. Look at guys and their dumbass shit buying fucking sports cars they can't afford and this and that. Uh, but the, the come on over and let me sell you something shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't th- see I don't... guys doing that. No. No. I maybe like the closest would be a poker party, right? But you're playing poker and having fun. I know, but you're, you're, I mean, I'm sure there are guys that invite their friend that really sucks at poker. So they all get money off of him. Well, yeah, you're going to invite that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That would be the guy. My guy's name is Richard. And I know he listens. That's why I got to mention his name. Yeah. We, everybody needs a Richard at their poker party. Sure. Right. Right. So that's the equivalent, I would say. No, because, but, but it's like, but like they've got a chance. It's like, Women invite their friends over to guilt them into buying shit they don't need from them, right? That's, oh, we're having fun. We're, yeah, here, buy this. And, you know, you're always thinking, well, it's helping out, blah, blah, blah. She's having trouble she paying does, the bills. She or, just made stupid decisions. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't understand how eggs and sperm work. And so I think buying a bottle and a half of this yeah. rosé will help her and all of her. It'll solve her quarter million dollar debt problem. Right. Exactly. But guys inviting people over to play poker, it's like it's like you don't know for sure that you're going to get money from them. No, right? but They've not got the a full, chance. No, no, but <laughs> but you usually got a first, second, and third pot. Yeah. And, and it's statistic. You're not helping out any one right. designated guy. About the only thing I could think of that's that's as dumb or banal as, as having these, you know, wine parties or whatever uh, would be the Super Bowl. And the reason I say like Super Bowl parties or sports parties in general, I mean, like, come on mm-hmm. over, let's watch the game. 
And the reason why is where you're saying, oh, this, this oil helps with forgiveness or, you, oh, smell the subtle tones, the floral notes or the oaky smell. And do you taste that in the coppery finish? And like, it's like, shut up. You're not a pro. This isn't a real science. Therefore, I would have likened that or akin that to a Super Bowl party. We got a bunch of dopes watching the game. Oh, you know, he should have done that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, dude. Analyzing mother- it. Yep. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> motherfucker. Are you a $10 million a year tight end for the Denver Broncos? No, you aren't. Well, shut the fuck up because he, I'm sorry. Have you been playing since you were 17 and went to college on a football scholarship and got drafted in the second round? You didn't? Well, why you take your fucking big ass gut that hangs over your penis? You got to lift up with a little crane so you can take a piss. Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> so I think that would be the, oh, they should have draft parties. There you go. Fantasy football. Fantasy there, football. we nailed it. Yeah, there we go. There yeah. it is. There it That's is. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There we go. We figured it out. Yeah. That's the which male is, which is so, It's sort of related to the poker party, but even worse, I would say. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, at least the game, there's a line of logic. You could watch the game and there's some entertainment value, but fantasy, whatever. Baseball, yeah. basketball, football. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. That's what we should do. We'll get the the wine party and the uh, whatever other shit chicks sell those chicks, and we'll have them match up with the fantasy sports ball boys and girls, and they can breed and have really stupid kids. Hey, really we've dumb. got we've got our equivalent. And speaking of football, this just occurred to me. Uh-huh. You know how women are always like. Oh, look at that woman that's uh, 50 years old or whatever and got pregnant and had kids. And see, it shows that we can do anything. Or look at that really hot, you know, 60-year-old. See, we can, we still got it when we're old. You know, all those, all those <laughs> things. You, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm talking that about, one, right? Yeah, but the rest of you don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, that women do that all the time, right? They'll mm-hmm. point to some, somebody that's freak. just like a genetic freak or, or yeah. whatever and, and say, Margaret. well, yeah, exactly. We've got Tom Brady now, speaking of football. But no 40. guy, no guy in the history of guys has ever said, see, look at that. He can I know, throw. but wouldn't it be fun? We should do it just to turn it around on him. That'd be hilarious because be Tom Brady's the guy, right? He is he's the guy. 42 years old. He's still, I mean, he's going to the Super Bowl. He's got the smoking hot wife. He's got a great sure. family, good morals, all that kind of thing. See, 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 look, look. We can all be Tom Brady, but but, <laughs> but the problem. I don't know is, what it would solve. It would work. It wouldn't do anything. But it's just it's it would be completely. It would be it's the, the same equivalent for what the, women do. The way the way to shoot it down <clears throat> on both ends is like okay, start hitting the gym. Mm-hmm. And you go look at Ann Margaret. She's hot. It's like okay, start hitting the gym. Right. Well, right. I, why not? Yeah. Hey, yo, see Tom Brady. Okay, start hitting the gym. Learn to right. throw a ball. Let's go. I, it's again. This is for the normies, conformies, and inferiors. Let the uh, the wine party girls marry and date the sports fantasy sports ball guys, and they can breed really stupid people. Can you imagine how much ridicule would come guys' way if they if they did use that same logic that women use? It would be just hilarious. It, it'd be, yep. It's like a it's like a I mean it's like a knowing wink that we know exactly what we're doing and saying. 
you know, I'm like Tom Brady or whatever. You got your big fucking gut hanging out. Yeah, but that's called trolling <laughs> because we're doing it to get a rise out of the chicks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, you know, Sean Connery was really hot well into his 60s. I could yeah. be Sean Connery. Yeah, of course. Well, you got to hit go, the gym. You go, guy. Yeah, you, you go, go guy. guy. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, whatever the hashtag. I, the problem, the, the reason it only works one way and it would have to be trolling on the men's part is because we don't believe that bullshit in half a no, second. I, I believe it or not, uh, DT, I don't think I could be Tom Brady. Right, right. I don't think I could be whoever the hell. I don't, I don't, I can't be the middle school quarterback. Well, maybe I could be the middle school quarterback. I'm not too bad at football, but the high school quarterbacks or whatever at the main schools, no, not even close, nowhere near. Nope. I can nope. barely be me. Right. Yeah, I can I just barely be myself. Jesus, I barely made it to the bathroom one time. I ate some bad food. It's tough. It's um, uh, so I think uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you're right, 100. percent But I'm I'm cheering for Tom Brady, 40 year old. Oh hell 40 yeah, year olds unite. Was it even other? I, I didn't even know who was in it until yesterday. Who are they going up against? I think it's the Rams. I think. Okay, fuck the Rams. You know but, why I want Tom Brady to win? Why? Because. Picture-wise, I don't know what his politics are, but picture-wise, he's everything all the leftists hate about America. He's yes. white, he's successful, yeah. he's good-looking, he's got a hot wife, he's already dominated. I mean, it, it's just, that's the guy you want to win uh, if you want to piss off the left, because I don't think most leftists are even give a damn about the, the football anymore, frankly, but... That there's nothing more American. Fuck the name, the Patriots. Holy shit, how can you... Uh, <laughs> He's just yep. Mr. Good old American boy. And, well, Harry uh, Potter, Harry Potter just uh, I don't know, yelled at him or whatever on Twitter. Daniel for Radcliffe? Having, yes, for having the actor, a actor, the yes. The, the soy boy little <laughs> yes, yes. really. What, yeah, why? Who's in because, Britain? Who's in fucking Britain? What the <laughs> who, who the fuck is this? So because Tom Brady's got a MAGA hat in his locker. Oh, does so, he? Oh, yep. I guess he is. Yeah. Okay, then. Oh well, I guess I guess Tom Brady feels real bad because in like the first five minutes of the Super Bowl, he'll make more money than Daniel Radcliffe ever made in his entire movie career. Go wa- go wave your wand, Harry. Go wave your wand, Harry. <laughs> God Almighty! It's, yeah, it's so pathetic. It's just. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, speaking. Hey, speaking hmm. of yeah, patheticness. Yeah, I wanted to talk about your article. Uh, let's do this. Let's do a little bit of house cleaning. So I don't, yeah, Yeah. let's get this out because I knew you wanted to talk about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get the sponsors out of the way. The, uh, older brother podcast is brought to you by all my fucking books. It's called all my fucking books. You can find them on Amazon. The, because this is the older brother podcast, these books I found basically, they're meant to help younger people, right? DT. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to write books for baby boomers because, one, they're not going to listen, and, two, it's too late for them. Uh, but if you uh, happen to be a younger brother or sister out there. Hey, it's never it's too true. late. I mean, look at Tom Brady. It's not too late. Right. It's, it's, not, too late. Not, too late. it's not too late to turn your life around. He's got it going on. Yeah, I mean, you can you could win the Super he's Bowl. He's amazing, and he's so <laughs> brave, DT. He is so uh-huh. brave yeah. 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 going out there making millions. I mean, if he can do it, anyone can do it. Anyone but, can. It's never too if, late. If Angela Merkel, who married the no, that's the president of Germany. Who married Prince Henry or Harry? Oh God, what's her name? Yeah, what, Megan something. Megan Merkel. 
Yeah. If she can find a prince, you can yeah. find your prince too. Exactly. Exactly. Good. I'm gonna wait here for my 28 year old Anne Margaret. Uh-huh. All of you guys out there can get your 28 year old Anne Margaret. If you younger brothers and sisters don't know who Anne Margaret is, look up Anne Margaret like 1965, 68. Would you say? Oh, uh, I mean Anne Margaret's been hot forever, basically. Well, I know, but. I'm not going to go bang. What is she, 81 now? I'm not going to bang Anne Margaret. Now, at 28-year-old hey, Anne Margaret, say, I'm knocking at my door. Say, then you could say you banged Anne Margaret, though. I would like to say I kissed <laughs> Anne Margaret. I got a kiss okay. from Anne Margaret. I'll take that. Or a kiss okay. from Sophia Loren. Or a kiss, maybe a little bit more from uh, Jennifer Aniston. I'll, I'll oh, still. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Forget about it. She could, she could give me a hug, too. I think I'll take a kiss and a hug. And you know what? The kiss doesn't have to be on the cheek, DT. Uh-uh. I will allow Jennifer Aniston to kiss me right on the lips. Just just there? <laughs> I would I would give her... I'd go and create a pass, like an actual pass, you know, made of plastic, like you get a corporate pass and give it to her pass, a full access grant pass to Aaron Cleary, whatever you want, right? There was that episode of Friends where they laminated their list of people they could sleep with and it would be considered cheating. Yep. Jennifer Anderson. I don't remember that. List, man. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm leaning more towards Ava Mendez. Mm. She's uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So my books, reconnaissance, man, absolute must for every high schooler to read and college kid, black man's got a poverty, absolute must for every black gentleman out there who wants to get out of poverty, bachelor pad economics, absolute must for any man of any age. It's one of the rare ones that kind of transcends generations worthless. The young person's old, uh, person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major absolute must for every head should be mandatory high school reading, but it never will be. Why DT? Which one? Is not worthless. mandatory. Well, none well, of them are ever going to be mandatory. But worthless is not mandatory because it, it's mainly for young people to not get into debt in college and pick worthless degrees, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. But why will it never be mandated that young students in high school read it? Oh, because I mean, forget about it. I mean, it would it would destroy the whole the left the whole, would be destroyed uh, yeah, educational yeah. complex. Yeah. yeah, you kids would actually have money. When you'd be able to afford houses, maybe go have families or travel and enjoy life. Right. Uh, <clears throat> enjoy the decline that transcends all ages. Curse of the high IQ. That's for everybody listening here, regardless of age. Poor Richard's retirement. That is, that is the book you need to read on how to save for retirement. And if you've already bought them or read them, uh, please review them online. That does actually help out. And do leave an honest review. Don't just give all fives unless you actually thought it was deserving of a five. Um, then we have, uh, another book of mine, love letters to the left. That is merely the best of compilation of my blog posts, uh, the past two years. And, uh, there's also captain capitalism, top shelf and captain capitalism reserve. Those are the previous two compilations of my blog's best posts. You can find those online. And I changed up the covers to include some, uh, classy, uh, comic book style pinup art or that classy fifties type of pinup art. Um, I'll have to. My favorite one is the one in the bunny suit. Bunny suit. Oh, the that one. Yeah. Reserved, I think. Is that the one? That yeah. That reserved? one yeah. is. Um, um, what's his name? Figo. Figo did that one. And he's a younger artist. So they kind of like that more modern day Japanese anime kind of thing. Uh, but he did a real good job on that. They all I did used, real good. I job. used to draw comic book style. I probably mm-hmm. still could if I. 
if I practiced again, but yeah, but you um, won't cause you got a job and you betrayed yeah, the self-employed yeah. race. Yeah. Um, so anyway, love letters to the left just happens to be the latest one. Uh, you can find that online, all paperback and Kindle. Also other people's books, pushing rubber downhill by our good friend, Adam Piggott. You can go to his website, pushing rubber downhill.com. He also has another book out called run guts, pull cones. Um, and then, uh, Randall Bentwick's book, the Pence principle. I would say that's another one you absolutely must read so that you don't end up getting accused of rape. You didn't commit and having your entire life ruined. It's a short book. I think it's 10 bucks for whatever. And then four or five bucks on Kindle boys, please go read that book and heed the advice therein. Um, so you don't end up losing your life. Thank God Kavanaugh made it, eh? 40 years later. It's not 40 like, years later. It's not like, you know, I mean, this is not like it was the next week or something. This oh, is never. 40, no, no. This is 40 fucking years later. So this is like, later. this is like a big time investment to be able to understand what you need to do to make yeah. sure that something now. 40 years later doesn't destroy your life. So the Pence Principle, that's paperback, audio, and Kindle on Amazon.com. TheMensAdvocate.net uh, It is an advocate for men who've gone through divorce or currently going through divorce. Check it out, TheMensAdvocate.net. Orion'sColdFire.com, check that out. If you are interested in reading a daily dose of something a little bit more than Fox News, CNN, oh my God, Tina, did you hear what Ann Coulter said type of stuff. And he also has a photo gallery because he's a professional photographer, so you can take a break from that. Academiccomposition.com, go there if you want somebody else to write your papers for you or you would like to write papers for other people all in exchange for money. Alex is always hiring and he's always looking for clients, so you can go to academiccomposition.com, contact him, let him know the captain sent you, whether you want to be an employee or a client. Uh, thequintessentialist.blogspot.com. Check out that site, but then also ch uh, check out his book, To Papa, To Patsy. That's that book where it's the collection of letters between uh, Thomas Jefferson and his daughter, Patsy, um, that you were kind of surprised even existed because. Uh, yeah, I thought for sure it together. would have been done before. That was what surprised mm -hmm. me is that it's sort of like one of those ideas where you're like, well, of course, you know, why, why wasn't that compiled? together before mm -hmm. yeah i guess it hasn't so great it has not uh and that's it uh all right the article i wrote let's go ahead and do that let's do a super chat first oh let's bang those out let's get those out of the there's way. only one though. okay there's good one. good all right just one from dr khan blog five cool. bucks mm -hmm. and it's for me oh. why does dt like tom Paine despite being the original leftist Ooh. And yeah, he's not a it, it's sort of like the term classical liberal right all of these guys all these founding fathers were considered liberal as in uh, libertarian yeah mm -hmm. as in the maximum amount of freedom so i i guess i dispute that he's the original leftist he he did sort of talk about one of the things that he did talk about back then though was some kind of he 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 did kind of come up with an idea for social security though before everybody else. Well, that would um, make him a leftist, especially yes. back that far ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was that that out of all the things that he's written, that was one thing where I was like, huh? Eh, See that 
that even predates <laughs> Bi- uh, Bismarck and is like, well, we should have a pe- old pension because Bismarck was what, 1880s, 1870s? Uh, Otto von Bismarck? Yeah. I, I don't know that he, uh, if he said that or not, but I trust you. Yeah, that, so that would predate him. Yeah, by at least a century and change. But I think the whole idea of, you know, back then, the whole idea of Social Security anyway was all these fucking old people were dying. Basically, they they worked their whole lives and then died in the gutter. And You mean people, like all of human existence? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so... Um, Let's go tax the other people that had hustle and appreciated that they were finite and worked hard and made something of themselves. Let's take some of their money and give it to the fucking normies, conformies, and inferiors. Was that it? Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see where you're uh, laying yeah, down, yeah. Cap. I see where you're we're laying all, down. We're all about survival of the fittest. All these goddamn liberals and leftists are like, oh, don't, don't help out the wounded bear. Don't help out that wolf. Oh, no, survival of the fittest, survival of the fittest. But then when it comes to human, A, it's pro-retardville. <laughs> Let's give the most hapless schmuck who not only is not going to make it physically, but mentally has no incentive to work. Let's give him all the money. And then magically, somehow that's going to be different in the animal kingdom. Right, right. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. But Tom Payne, fantastic. The when I, that, uh, how he attacked Christianity, it just, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. So you're, your more maybe not his economic policies, but his social or political theories. I mean, yeah, all, yeah. I, I mean, the way that he, he's 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 such a rebel. I guess. I mean, he really bucked the system. Mm. Um, when he wrote Common Sense, he kind of used the Bible to negate the idea of kings, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then when he was stuck in jail in France, he basically savaged the Bible and said, you know, you know, there, it's full of holes and there's a better way to live than looking at this book. There's, there's a better way to kind of understand the creator mm-hmm. than looking at this revealed, revealed wisdom. Look at, look at his actual creation and what does his creation tell us? I, I've, I want to sort of do a, a age of reason revisited. I've mm-hmm. always had that kind of idea in my head for a book. Yeah, you, you get to that right when you start drawing comics again. Yeah, exactly. And, but, but you know, back then they kind of looked at the order of creation and said that says something really great about God. But the more that we learn about creation, the, the <laughs> we might have to change our opinion of, of God a little bit. The more we learn about it on how the the universe is a very hostile place for life and is is constantly trying to kill you. What does that tell you about God that created it? I guess but. we need a government program <laughs> to protect us from asteroids. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need a government program to protect us from bad things. And if bad things happen, we need a government program to help people <laughs> overcome those bad things. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to read. I'll have to look again at what exactly he said. Like it's, it's the left that points at that though, because the Tom Thomas Paine is, kind of big on the right and libertarians and stuff. Right. Uh, and so the left will kind of take some of the things that he says and go, well, what about this? Look at your hero is saying this. Right. Okay. So like, like, like Jesus was a socialist kind of thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. And, right. and, and, you know, I mean, that's what the left likes to do is it likes to take, I mean, nobody that's, that was um, that outspoken, is going to be perfect in everything that they say. Right? Nobody ever is going to, you ever. can always find something that you <laughs> yeah. can use against somebody. Cause after 70 years of life, you're going to say something or you're going to have a unique yeah. theory all into your own that someone will take out of context or right. completely within context. And you, right. I understand. 
And so if you were, if he was there right in front of you and you were able to confront him about these little quotes or whatever about some kind of quasi social security system, I'm sure he'd, he'd uh, inform you of what he really thought <laughs> rather than uh, how the left portray, portrays sure, it. Some, so. Well, I was going to say some 20 year old philosophy student, but they wouldn't have read Thomas Paine. No, probably not. Right. So Atham also along those same lines, he just chimed in here for two bucks. Mm. What's happened to a six, six, six. I mean, come on. well, that's pretty expensive. You had to admit that that's a pricey, you know, just to, and he can talk to us anytime he wants and insult us. True. So, so I can that's, understand why, you know, he's, for, he's he gets a very loyal. Now. He's very loyal. He's very loyal. Yeah. And we appreciate his loyalty and his contributions or you appreciate it. I don't get anything. So um, <laughs> Atham says, how come no one showed up at Payne's funeral? It was because of Age of Reason. It was because he um, kind of savaged Christianity. That's was it? Was everyone why. that uh, that uh, thoroughly believing in Christianity back at that time? There wasn't like one agnostic or one atheist or maybe the token Jew that it was his buddy on the side and well, was I think, the community that Christian that no one showed up at his funeral? I mean, I mean, he used Christianity to rally them to rev- revolution and common sense and then savaged it in Age of Reason. reason. Mm. And even like um, Thomas Jefferson, I think, by all accounts, was not a Christian. People asked him to be, you know, godfathers to their children, and he would refuse because he could not in good conscience say, uh, you know, uh, raise as the as his godchildren them in the faith, right? Like uh, a godfather is supposed to, um, the it's the you're the father of the faith, kind of. And really, is that the, what it means? Yeah, that's what it means. Oh. Yeah, it's not just it's not um, it's not. Well, if something happens to me, you're going to take care of my kid. Okay, that's no, what I thought it was. That's... No, when when you when you uh, are there at the baby's baptism and you're the godfather, you're basically saying that if this kid has questions. I will help them in their faith. I will help explain things. I will help them raise them in the faith. That's sort of what you're committing to do. And so um, Thomas Jefferson could not in good conscience do that, but he loved going to church kind of like how you do, where there was a lot of good intellectual um, meat. Oh, there's there's sermons. He was always looking for it. Uh, Thomas Jefferson was always looking for a good sermon to go to. I have he was 10 not a Christian. On my, I have 10 sermons on my phone right now through yeah. uh, Ligonier uh, Ministries. And they're, and the reason I like them is uh, it, they delve into the history and the logic and the philosophy. Um, and they don't, they're definitely more, there certainly is fire and brimstone, but it's not the touchy-feely, hippy-dippy, you know, the Lord loves us all, man. And there's no politics. It's just, what does it say in the scripture? They're basically Calvinists is what they are. Yeah. So I can appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's why no one showed up. Dr. Khan uh, donated t- uh, five bucks again. All right, I'll take it. Here we go. Because <laughs> he wants to attack me about my... Well, he's not attacking, but he said Tom Paine was a leftist even on 18th century standards. Yeah, I mean Jesus was a leftist too, I guess. You know, I mean if 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 you're fighting against a system that is com- like complete control, monarchy type of thing, and you're saying no, people have rights. I mean that's going to be seen as kind of a a leftist thing. So. Is there a place and, and, like, and the what? fact that he was so against Christianity? I mean, that automatically 
I'm sure that's why a lot of the people on the left do like them, because mm -hmm. when you think of kind of the traditional right, it's a bunch of conservative Christians or whatever. So um, yeah. what uh, is there a place like, let's say, I don't, let's say you happen to be a lazy person who hates reading. Is there any place you could go to read some basic stuff about Thomas Paine and his basic philosophies? I'd probably just check Wikipedia, I guess. That, they probably got a really good write-up on them. Okay, all right. Uh, but not like, oh, yeah, there's this YouTube for lazy people. Where you're like, oh, no, yeah, I haven't. Um, you might want to look up deism. Uh, deism will reference Thomas Paine a lot. Okay. All right. And so that, that would maybe um, be a good source because he was, I think uh, the deists kind of uh, credit Thomas Paine as the original deist. That he mm. was kind of he's kind of the shining example of what deism meant back then, and and the, there's a whole debate on how how many of the founding fathers were actual deists. Deism was kind of the uh, it was kind of the trendy thing to believe back then because it was kind of rebellious, right? I mean, the kings would say, "Hey, the Bible says you're supposed to respect authority. I'm the king." respect my authority, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. all that, that was the king's argument. The king of England was, uh, I believe, uh, like the Pope. That was the whole Anglican church was that the king didn't think the Pope was worth a shit. And so the king of England then became second in line behind Jesus. As far right. as- Yeah, uh, like uh, didn't King yeah. Henry VIII say, fuck the Pope and- yeah, yeah. Do yeah. the Church of England or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole idea was is that the King of England then became like the Pope as in the Anglican Church. How convenient. So, yes, exactly. So, you know, that's, that's, I'm, yeah. This is great. I'm just going to have you talk politics. No, I'm sorry, religion and <laughs> philosophy and English history and make me a shit ton of money. This would be great. So Bacon now has weighed in not on deism or Thomas Paine or mm -hmm. anything. For $2.23. Thank you, Bacon. Our mostly black listener. Uh, I thought he was I thought he was half or less than half. No, he said mostly black. Is he that's mostly? What, oh, okay. That's what I thought was so funny. Is he said I'm mostly black. Um, Cappy, monthly reminder to update the MP3s. Ha ha ha. Oh yeah, I gotta do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. That's on over olderbrother.com slash podcast. I got all the links there. I uh I kind of insist on doing it uh, admittedly with a bit of procrastination, but nothing pisses me off. It was happening two days ago, three days ago. The GF was taken off uh, uh. while I was trying to find some, some good religious podcasts. And I'm not even necessarily about sermons. I'll take uh, seminars or um, lectures, more theologian type of stuff. And I'm like, babe, what do you recommend? So we're going through like RefNet, um, all these other sites. And, God damn it. You know, podcast pastor should be a thing because you can't find the MP3s. Everyone's like, you got to right. play it in our special app. Yeah. You got to yeah. play it on this screen. You got to play it where your, your um, phone is going to burn through its battery because the screen needs to be on the entire time. Otherwise, it won't. And like, mm -hmm. how hard is it to put an RSS feed together or put together an archive of a bunch of MP3s so people can just go boom, 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 download them and listen to them? And they don't do that. Like they want to spread the word of God, but they sure damn do make it tough to to listen to a to a good uh, theologian seminar or something like that. So that's well, why I, I try and offer the podcast all in MP3 and YouTube and RSS and all that. Well, you know, it, it relates to laziness, right, Cap? 
because when you're posting a post and you and you post your mp3 or whatever yeah. the default way that it posts is in the player on your website and you actually have to create a link separately if you want to provide the mp3 as you yes i know i know that so it that's, takes that it, extra step that's laziness that man nope. yeah but i think it goes i think you gain another 10 or 15 percent of an audience and see here's the thing i want to get i've never understood people like oh i just throw on youtube and i'm like okay so you have to be within 10 to 15 feet of your computer's speakers because now you're anchored there like right i i do not understand why there aren't let's say you go for a walk i don't understand why everybody doesn't have headphones in because you can be listening to so much information and knowledge and data and wisdom and doing homework at da, 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 while you are working out and running errands and all this other stuff i even bought a, a See, i'm the exact speaker. opposite <laughs> I'm well, yes, it's given you opposite. and I are the opposite. Yes. I'm exactly the opposite. I always see people with headphones in, and I'm like, don't you want to like listen to the birds or something, man? Don't you listen, what? Listen? We got to forget what yeah. birds look like? Just be alone with your thoughts for a little while, you know? I, I do. Don't I, need this constant input. Don't need this constant, you know? But that helps my thoughts down the road. I'm not listening to... Jizzy jizz and the five right. jizzaroos. Oh, no, I get it. I get and, it. And, and I know the latest not. album, <laughs> fuck the police with a baseball bat, or whatever, whatever they're coming out with now for rap. I'm not listening to that. I'm listening to philosophical, historical stuff. And I do have my own thoughts, but I, I don't understand where many people on our side, and I won't mention names, but I'm just shocked. I'd, I'd have to say at least two thirds of the people uh, in our realm, our sphere of the interwebs, they are kind of the mindless. I'll just throw it on and listen to it in the background. And it's like, well, don't you want to listen to it on your headphones? Or then you can take it while you're driving or hiking yeah. or working out. Nope. It's, it's, yeah, it's on YouTube. So it's like, all right, it's on YouTube. But then it's also for that 30 to 20, maybe 15% where you can download the MP3s very conveniently. And it's right there. Right. Right. Don't we'll super do chats? No more super chats. No. Cool. I was I was called a fedora. What? I was, I, yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't remember what that means. It's like I'm, like I'm a, a secretly a leftist or something. How are you remember. called a fedora? Yeah. Uh, Doctor Khan says I'm DT is also a fedora. Oh, he's just giving you a guff. No. No, that, I know that, he's giving me guff. I was trying to remember what that is. I know it's, it's like a. And you like fedoras, so no, no, like well, actual I, fedoras. You well, like yeah, actual fedoras. No, what, what we're talking about? Okay, there's there's the real fedoras that I wear. Humphrey right. Bogart wore. Exactly. All the guys in the '40s and you know the the uh -huh. real classical American men wore. That's those were fedoras. Then I think I it wasn't the '60s, or whatever. But there's like pin hats where the brim has really shrunken down, and I don't yeah. know why they call it a, a fedora, but they still do. And there was a bunch of guys not too long ago. I'd say this is going about a decade old now, but like when the millennials were in their twenties, yeah. all the, uh, soy boys, fat boys, and nerds, douchey, thought, guys. Yeah. douchey guys, they thought, well, yeah. I'll wear a hat and I'll be right. sexy and cool and be unique and different. And then girls will go out with me. And basically it was a way to not work out or actually become masculine. It was using fashion. It, it, think of it as skinny jeans, or these pussy men, not gay men, these pussy men, if you can call them that, 
I thought that the Fed would go away where they have these slacks, but they're tapered to above yeah. your ankle. And then they right. have brown shoes with socks, a couple, you could still see the skin. And you know what I think when I see those guys, uh, aside from kill them now, uh, <laughs> is how skinny their legs. Am I, am I a yeah. thick burly guy DT? No, no. But I look at their legs I'm thinking if I hit it at the right angle, right, that's I could break that motherfucker. Maybe if I even punched it, because if they're that thin, these guys are that weak and they dress up thinking that's going to compensate for everything. Like these, these perfectly groomed little pussies and they got the sport jacket with kind of the micro plaid, the small plaid, uh, buttoned shirt and, uh, I, I just, I, in every time I look at their legs, I was hiking. So you see these little wiry, and they yeah. gotta be 30. They're not, they're not in their twenties anymore. I'm looking on there and they're flamboyant. Again, I cannot emphasize this enough. They're not gay. They're just right. wimpy, girly men. And I just look at their appendages. I'm like, I could break those. And the I'm non, not a big guy. The non-matching socks. Yeah, you break their ankles and their non-matching socks would just flap around. <laughs> yeah, it's and I saw guys in uh, sweatpants, but even the sweatpants were tailored down on the bottom of their you legs. Know, it, there was this whole. It's like a. It, it was like a fashion style that was like, see how much I don't care, and it would take them. I'm sure they thought about it all the time. Thought about how they could dress to show that they don't care. Right? Yeah, but they do that, and but, then you get the hipster thing with the salmon jeans, where it's like, yeah, you do care, and you're all conformist. You're the opposite of what you. Oh, claim that's what, to yeah, be. that's what I mean. But the the style itself was to kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm wearing these clashing. You know, the the socks don't match. See, I don't care. My socks don't match. I don't care. But I'm going to purposely make sure that you can see my socks and right. know that I don't care. No. But it took me 15 minutes this morning to pick out, <laughs> you know, one. One pair that look that kind of looked pretty good with the other one to show I don't care that they don't match. Yeah, I hate all I hate that whole fucking thing. If you know, if you truly don't care, you'd be wearing what I am right now. My yeah, me too. Splotched yep. uh, sweatpants, <laughs> the uh, the um, uh, used running shoes that I got used over at the gym because they recycle. Like, oh, save the environment. This is one time I could get behind the environment. Um, because you got some real elitists uh, and a lot of fashionistas at the gym. Like they don't go to the gym to work out. They go to there, look good. So once their shoes start getting a little bit dirty or they're not brand, brand, brand new, they'll throw them away. So I'm like looking right, at the yeah. tread of these used shoes, you know, save the environment, donate some shoes. Like yeah. these still got some good tread on them. Right. So I got, they don't smell. Yeah. 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 So I got some other guy's shoes. I got <laughs> socks. I got my other sweatshirt on and I look like crap. I, uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't care how you look, you just go out and you buy clothes as quickly as you can that fit decent and you wear them. That's that's mm -hmm. you're not spending a bunch of time trying to figure out your fashion and how you're expressing yourself. And, you know, all. I mean, if you're growing a beard, you're growing a beard because you don't want to shave. You don't want to shave. Guys, yes. Then there's guys that grow beards and they manicure them and they wax the mustache and they, you know, what? No, no, that's not how you grow a beard, dude. You're doing it wrong. That's if you have a beard <laughs> grooming kit, I love those. Like they have beard oil and this and that. And I'm like, dude, right. fuck you. Just, right. just 
All you need is the clippers. Like uh, when I had a beard, I, you know, something, it would get too long. And so I, I just had a clippers to, to clip it down. You put the fucking attachment on it. You're running over your face for, you know, a minute and you're done. That's, that was the extent of beard grooming. But yeah, there's, it, I mean, there's a whole art to it, I suppose. And, well, and oh I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to show, I don't care. I'm going to show that uh, I got a beard and I got long hair and I got this. I just don't care. I don't, I wear these kinds of clothes. I don't care. But they they spend every moment thinking about how to look like they don't care. Right. Well, the I could give like a Harley Rider or the ZZ Top guy. Well, maybe not ZZ Top, but you know the old traditional. Mm-hmm. Look, the guy's got a beard, and maybe he's bald, and that's why he grows the beard. I can understand that because it it adds uh, <clears throat> to your character, but it, it looks good on you. I, so I could see where you're kind of growing a beard, but when you start combing your beard and yes and 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 what's the word i'm looking for sculpting it it? yeah it becomes more work that the moment it becomes more work to maintain your beard Mm -hmm. than to shave it off then you're you're not growing the beard for the right reasons in my opinion right you're doing it because like it's just like you're shaving i mean it it takes as much work to shave your face every day as it does to Mm -hmm. to wash this beard and comb it and whatever the hell you're doing to it so I'm actually growing my beard out in anticipation of coming back to the Twin Cities. Yeah, right. To protect yeah. your face. Yeah. Protect my darn right. Yeah. Oh, I, one last thing I wanted to say. This Dr. Khan, he's really mm. just, I just want to make sure that people understand with my whole Thomas Paine. Since he did donate 10 bucks to Aaron Clary. Oh, for, God. I'll buy you dinner. Jeez, for, you're about as me. bad as Chad. <laughs> but he says that my uh, DT's left-right spectrum is all whack. And I don't know where he's from. Maybe he's from Europe where where left and right means something completely different than here in the States. Uh, in Europe, the left and right, which where it came from, I think it was in parliament, the left side of the chamber were the communists and the right side of the chamber were the fascists. Working people. Yep. Oh, the fascists. Oh, okay. The fascists, yeah. And in America, that does not compute. Our right, at least what our right should be, is libertarian is the kind of maximum personal freedom i call them producers but you can call them whatever you but yeah my my definition of the right would be maximum personal freedom so i would i would consider anarchists about as far right as you yeah that'd be the far right extreme yeah and then um far left would be uh communists fascists basically total government power so right so um that's why I consider Thomas Paine on the right is because he's for maximum personal freedom. Usually, maybe in a few instances, he's not. But overall, that's what he advocated for, which is why he was in France trying to get them to rebel against the government there. And it didn't quite turn out the way that he wanted it to. But that is my definition of left, right. I do not buy into the uh, which is what the the media and what the left does here all the time is they'll say, well, we'll accept we on the left, okay, we'll accept Stalin if you accept on the right Hitler. But they're not. Like, Fuck but they, you. Were, that, they were economically identical. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's I'm why. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, Hitler is not one of our guys. He's one of your fucking guys on the maximum government control. Thank you very much. Right. No, I, I will. I will once again say it's producers and parasites. That's, mm-hmm. that's all it is. You want a group of people who don't want to work, and then you want the people who want to work and be left alone and, and have the fruits of their labor. That's how simple it is. I've never understood how people make it more complicated than that. Well, that's a great segue to oh, your to article. The, the thing. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're one of the five people that read the damn thing. I know. That's why I wanted to talk about it, because 
this this article it was maybe a little lengthy but the point that you made crystallized things in my own mind and yeah if people shy away from it because it's 18 pages long i don't want this wisdom lost on people it's i think a, it's an important point so the Good, article I'm glad that was your observations about the article thank you that's like, no no was I'm, there I know more that, to it than that? no that's that's the opening that's the opening little intro there oh, Larry. Okay. i'm i'm leading into it here but the article is titled on captaincapitalism.blogspot.com as i scroll to the top here sanity is the future of wealth and it's got that person that screamed no when donald trump was uh, inaugurated which is a great meme did you know that's a woman yeah, I used the word guy. In I, a, no, I didn't. Oh, I, thought I thought it was a guy, and it turns out it was a woman. I'm like, God dang. <laughs> well, that's how bad guys look now, right? Is that And how bad women look, apparently, too. Remember remember Pat? Remember Saturday Night Live? Yeah. And it's actually funny. Yeah. <laughs> They're all Pat now. Like guys and they, girls. They're wonder, fucking Pat. <laughs> I wonder if those have been banned from the SNL archives. Probably. Like, you know, the Looney Tale, like, those are going to be banned as well. They will be. They're uh, all Pat. <laughs> Um, so the point that you make in this that I think uh, is great is that we've said it a lot on this podcast and I've said it on my podcast when I was podcasting and, and, and people do say it. People do kind of recognize that today the poorest of us are living better than the kings in the past, right? Sure. That's sort of, we, we, are, yeah, we are rich by any historical standard, all of us. Mm -hmm. and, you, and you make the point that the, the differences between the wealthy and the poor are sort of, you know, they're truly petty. Yeah, they're incidental. They're like, you know, the rich got running water, the poor got running water. The rich got heat, the poor got heat. And it's just different, different kinds, maybe different kinds of transportation, different kinds of food, different kinds of entertainment. But we've all pretty much got the same stuff. And it's not really that big of a difference between the really expensive stuff and the reasonably priced stuff, right? right. That's sort of the point that you're making. So you're making that that we uh, we have sort of achieved even, a post even though, society yes even though you 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 kind of speculate in the future that there might be this unlimited wealth society that could develop we're sort of already there we're at least we're really really close to there in america anyway we're really really close correct and and so you go on to say that since and i'm sort of I'm sort of short, short circuiting here because that's how it kind of happened in my brain was it was um, people understand that people understand that they're really it's sort of a marginal difference. Now, if you're trying to redistribute wealth, you're not going to be that much better off, really. And while they may not recognize it consciously, I think they recognize it un unconsciously. And so all of these other, quote, inequities they are seeking to equalize like beauty. Like you said, you know, the, the fat is beautiful or big is beautiful. Um, intelligence, skill, everything else that sort of is a defining characteristic beyond just how much money you have and what kind of things that you own. That's why all these people are going after that. And, and, and to go after that and to try to say that all those things that they're actually not differences that I can be ugly and I'm just as hot as Brad Pitt. Right. Or, they're you know, trying to, they're trying to, in addition to transfer wealth, which can be transferred, 
because they're eternally lazy and they're eternally jealous and petty and egotistical, right. they're not going to simply settle for wealth. They're going right. to want to be equal or superior in all regards. But since you can't redistribute beauty, you can't redistribute bench press gains, you can't redistribute height, they're going to do anything and everything impossible to eliminate such concepts or to redefine such concepts or to even villainize such concepts so that yeah. in, in the quote real world, or at least their own minds, they're equal or better. Exactly. Right. And, and so, um, and then, and then you make the point that the people that are actually buying into that because it's not reality, they are insane you, to convince yourself to make yourself feel better about your ugliness, your stupidity, or whatever it is. Since you've already achieved, since you're so comfortable that you've mm -hmm. basically already achieved material wealth equality, really, is I think the point that you're making. Right. That, you, that they're seeking out these other things that are making them feel less than, that are making them feel envious, and trying to rectify that situation by redefining things or villainizing, like you say. And that is what drives them insane that's why it seems that's why it seems like the world is going mad because they it, they actually are going mad and rejecting reality but but the thing that i loved about it was that we've i've never put together that the cause of that madness is the fact that is the fact that we have reached that wealth parity really. right we're at, that, we're at, we have so much wealth we have so much wealth to give you an example they're gonna they're banning plastic bags in different places. You're like, that's <clears throat> that's the level of wealth that we have that the big problem is is plastic bags. Or right. another example would be the wage gap, where it's like, no, there is no wage gap. You women gotta quit majoring in stupid shit. No, 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 there's a wage gap, there's a crisis, there's an emergency. The crusades that people go on are so truly petty and, right. and also based in not reality, also based in falsehoods. But it gives them something to to complain about and to feel good about themselves. But yes, that's that's how good we got it. That you can major in fucking shit. There's some gal that was getting her doctorate in Dungeons and Dragons. There's another gal who was the Huffington Post gal that uh, Chloe Ang Angel 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 uh, who had her thesis done on romantic comedies, a doctorate in romantic comedies. That's how good you have it. And so when you have it that good. You're going to, instead of getting a real job and joining the real world and maybe achieving excellence, you're going to find increasingly pettier and pettier problems to solve or right. create them out of thin air because to bitch and whine and complain about problems and claim you want to solve them with other people's money takes a way lot less effort uh, than actually right. going to becoming an engineer and working and lifting weights and being pretty. And makes you feel equal to those people that have actually succeeded or makes you even feel better than because you're it redefining, be, you're, it, you're redefining what success really is. If you but, deep down inside, believe it, but here's, that's where yeah, the insanity part That's why they're crazy. Them. That's yep, why they're that's crazy what, because one, you're not basing your decisions or your value structure in reality. You're trying to lie to yourself about what reality is. And then the other yeah. thing is I don't for a second believe 99% of the leftist, you know, social justice warriors, Antifa, whatever, whatever group of people you want to say on the left, actually believe it. Uh, they are so driven by their fear of work uh, that they, they are, that's more important to them. Their fear of work is stronger than living in the real world and actually See, having that, progress. 
I think the point that you make in this article, though, it really is, is that they might consciously believe it, right? They might have convinced themselves so thoroughly mm-hmm. as to believe it, but subconsciously they don't because reality is reality. They see, oh, okay, I have achieved this kind of wealth parity. I don't have any problems really to worry about monetarily, but that guy over there, he's got a slightly better car. Get him, right? right. I mean, that's, that's, that's unfair. I should have that car or he should have the same car that I have. He, he's had, he, he doesn't need that. You don't need that. And, and the other great thing, I don't know if you mentioned it in here, but where it made my brain go was that the argument that we've heard for a long, long time is that maybe even Thomas Paine said it with his, you know, advocacy. Oh, here we go. Thomas Paine again. (laughs) Advocacy for social security, right. Or some kind of social security program is that people for, from time immemorial have said that what's really holding back the human race, what's really holding back uh, people becoming good people and the people that they really need to be is want, right? Is that it, it's the fact that they're starving, that they're, that they're doing the crimes, or it's the fact that, that w- whatever, for whatever reason, uh, monetarily, wealth-wise, uh, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs-wise, they aren't able to reach their full potential because those, those needs and those wants aren't satisfied. They're constantly having to just try oh, to get survive by, right? yeah just to get just yeah, safety security and yep. food right right the the point you make here it, it 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 puts the lie to that whole idea we've proven that that is not the reason why humanity has fallen that is not the reason why humanity does not uh live up to what it truly could be because we have achieved it now we have achieved this wealth parity basically mm. the differences are so minor we should be we should be actualizing on a completely different level. And yet we're not, right. we're not, they're still going after the small petty differences. They're, they're trying to change reality. They're trying to force people to do things they don't want them to do whatever. Um, and so it just puts it, it, it disproves that whole, that whole um, line of thought or that whole reasoning for wealth redistribution in the first place. It, 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 it proves that it's completely a lie. That people are actually better when, when they're striving rather than when they're when they are, uh, you know, have all their needs satisfied. So that that was kind of the last little link that that in my brain goes, oh, okay, yeah, this makes total sense to me. We've got we've basically achieved this. Well, this isn't a future thing, like you say. And at the end, I think you say the future is now, mm-hmm. um, where you do make the point that that pretty much is what it is today, and that that sanity is is a commodity now because so many people are insane and trying to equalize which what is not equal and never will be equal and instead of trying to better themselves they try to redefine the rules or redefine the measurement or bring somebody else down to their level rather than try to bring themselves up and all of that is under under the the base assumption now that we we have our material needs met and so I thought that I that sort of that was my takeaway from this. It I think it helped because I've always said we live like kings and I've never really linked that kind of we live like kings to um you know the whole Marx idea or the whole Maslow's hierarchy of needs idea that it, that if that is true we should be doing a lot better but we're not. We're worse than we've ever been. We're worse than we, really. yeah, morally. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've said I I tell Mrs. DT I'm like uh, you know this is we are the, uh, the 
the left and the people that we really dislike are the worst human filth to have lived forever. Not because of what exactly what they're doing, but because they have no excuse. I mean, maybe in the past, there's a lot worse atrocities in the past that people have committed, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we, you know, and they, also they would the economic conquer. production was never there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, there was genuine poor and not too long ago either. Yes, yeah, there they, was starvation. There was poverty. Yes, absolutely. They but now when, when, I see, yeah. when I see poor people and they're fat, it's like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> it's just fuck you. Right. I mean, there might have been worse people, like if you're looking at what people did in the past versus what people do now, it's like, well, there's worse human filth in the past. Obviously, somebody that goes in a, and invades another nation and, and sure, okay, kills, the Hitler all, argument. Yeah, okay, yeah, kills all the young boys and da 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 da, da right? But yeah. they, they, like you said, it was a world of scarcity. That's what they were doing. They were they were trying to acquire resources. They were just mm -hmm. trying to survive. Where now we've got... we. We've got that taken care of, and yet people are just so evil now. It's just it; they're filth, and have, that's the reason why they they don't they shouldn't be they shouldn't be as bad as they are but, because but here, we're living in a world of plenty right now. But but here's the problem, and I, I made the point in the article: if you take away wealth from the grand point and purpose of the human experience, I think that only accounts in today's world for maybe. 20% of human happiness or human experience. Because think about it this way. Let's say you got, uh, you know, take these fucking nerds in Silicon Valley. You know, they, they have it all on paper. They make mm -hmm. their quarter million dollars. They got no student loan debt. They're at the peak of their game. They're in the industry. They're in the, they're in where the hot market is. Oh my God, you're in the city. Uh, me and my stupid dopey ballroom assing self back when I was their age, would have been right. the envy of them. You know why? Because you're getting laid like Tyler. Because I was getting laid by with <laughs> hot chicks on a somewhat regular basis. I was even right. Mr. Stud McQueen, but I was getting laid quite regularly and by different and hot women. Right. And the the and that my point with that is the non-financial aspect of human life. And I've always said humans are the most important thing in life. When you factor that in. All the left has ever managed to win, all they will ever manage to win in today's technology is, I think, 20%. They could take, they could get 100% redistribution of wealth. Congratulations, you got wealth. You're still a fat, ugly slob. Mm -hmm. You're still this tatted up, multi-pierced, ear-gauge looking. I can't call you a whore because nobody's going to stick a dick in that. Um you don't have uh, this gorgeous woman that I got. You don't have the happiness. You don't have the freedom. You don't have my physical health. You don't have my physical ability. You don't have Bob's bench pressing strength. You don't have Amy's natural looks. Uh, and I keep focusing on looks because sex is so important to the human race. But you don't have the talent to be a true artist. You're not going to play guitar like Matt Baldoni. You could, but you're too damn lazy. So the world is always going to constantly remind these people of how inferior mm. they are. So they could get all the money in the world. They could be all the Ocasio-Cortezes in the world, and they can dance, and they can have googly eyes and big-ass teeth. You'd be scared. <laughs> oh, my God, is it an alligator? Oh, no, it's just Representative Cortez. Don't worry. She just wants your money. Uh, you could have, you know, all everybody have that, that perfect financial dream. The, the fact still is Ocasio-Cortez is an inferior human. She's not right. going to beat us in our Fitbit competitions with me and Atham. She's not going to uh, surmount moms. She's not going to paint anything beautiful or pretty. 
She's not going to write an opus. She's not going to write a book. All she's capable of doing is parasiting off of other people and fanning the flames of jealousy. Whipping so, up the mob. Yeah. She whips yeah, up well, the yeah, mob. For, for, for her own financial enrichment, but you take financial yeah. enrichment away, what, what does someone like that have? And she is actually one of the better looking leftists out there. Yeah. You grab any one of these SJW types who take value in their tattoos, their worthless degrees, their pink hair. And we're not talking the little uh, funny girl who's 15 years old at high school who has pink hair. We're talking the 45-year-old woman who should fucking know better. These people are so into themselves and so lazy, they offer nothing of value to other people, and they deny themselves the human interaction and human attention that would otherwise be conferred uh, upon or rewarding greatness, achievement, and accomplishment in the form of other forms of uh, achievement. So, okay, uh, Matt played a great song. Oh, dude, you should have seen it. Did I ever tell you about when I saw Baldoni uh, just open up uh, full guns blazing on his guitar one time? Uh, I've seen some YouTube stuff of him, so I know he can okay. he can rip it. Yeah, I'm at a bar. We're just at this bar, okay? It's a low rent bar, and so he's playing in the band, and they they let him start playing. Dude, this girl on the dance floor had to have creamed her shorts. She was so <laughs> blown away by him and so into his ability to play that no leftist is going to achieve that. Not one. Not one. And there will always be this constant non-financial reminder of leftist inferiority unless leftists decide to get a fucking work ethic and start excelling and kicking ass and taking names and producing something of value. But it is, it's almost a mutually exclusive event because it takes work. And what defines yeah. leftists? Right. What is the right. number one word that also starts with an L that defines leftists. I know, I know. I listened to the beginning of your Chad Elkins podcast. And it's called, well, for the benefit <laughs> so of any I know, new listeners. I know the answer. <laughs> What's the answer? It's laziness. Lazy. Yeah. And so lazy people will forever be in fear. They were never accomplished and they'll always be jealous. And so now their option is work, which they're not going to do. They can't. They're lazy. Or go into the world of insanity and tell me big is beautiful, whatever other right. fucking lines they're going to. And so, right. yes, that and as increasing percentage of the population breeds leftists and, and, and defeatism and victimhood ideology and thought, no, blame that group of people over there or that sex or gender over there. As an increasing percentage of people of not just the United States, but the world in general grows that way and get further and further untethered from reality, the people who are like, yeah. I got a hot wife. Yeah, I got some uh, anchored kids raised in a nuclear family. No, we don't have the autisms and the Aspergers and the Ahudahudahus and the social anxiety disorders and all these other excuses that we give our kids because we're shitty parents and they don't know who their dad is. No, we got it way better. And it's since your financial aspect has been taken care of, your, your Maslow's hierarchy of needs has been satisfied, you should just revel and be happy. This is why I, I talk about right. enjoy the decline and watching the misery of the left. It's great. Yeah. It's great seeing them in pain. They're like being tortured by life, and you don't have to lift a finger to torture them. Right. I know a lot of you would like to wage this war on the left to kill them and blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Are you nuts? That would be a mercy killing. Let them continue to <laughs> suffer. Let the New York feminist writers at Salon continue lying to the 2 million 
30 to 40 to 50 something year old women who are all pros and professionals in New York and they got their MBAs and they have their master's degree and they know everything who cry themselves to sleep every fucking night, drowning their sorrows with some wine and some cats. Let that continue to happen. And don't for a second think it doesn't happen. These, the, the millennial generation, how much pain and agony do you think that generation is in right now? Because they couldn't get their heads out of their own asses and admit they were wrong. And to this day, continue to think that with the worthless fucking degrees, that they are smart and they got a future and they got hope and they're fucking crippled with student loan debts that are growing at an exponential rate and will never be fucking paid off. You don't have to lift a fucking finger to get your revenge. You just have to be sane enough to know it's fucking stupid to major in communications. That's it. That's all you have to know. And that guys like chits, uh, chits, chicks with what's the three? What's the three again, DT? What's the three things guy want, guys want out of girls? Well, well, huh. I mean, it's very are easy. Bo- are you talking body parts? Yes, DT, body. I'm not <laughs> big, talking big, the, t- big tits, long big tits, legs, long legs, ass. and a tight ass. Well, we look at the face first. So yeah, that's been proven. So, Big tits, long legs, pretty face, <laughs> the tight ass. Well, I think if a girl's in shape, I think anybody, if you're, if you're in shape and you're thin, you're good look. I mean, how many truly ugly people have you met? Like where they got a great body, but you're like, my God, that face is hideous. Uh, it yeah, I, I know. I know some people like that. Yeah. yeah. That have a great body with. Yeah. I know it's, it's rare. It's rare, but I mean, it, it, it does. Happen. And that's that the face isn't their fault. There's nothing they can do about their face. No, or their height or anything right. like that. But yeah, everything else is, is totally within their control. But yeah, that's and that that was the point of that uh, article, the 18 page article I wrote. So yeah, it, uh, I thought I thought it it crystallized things. Um uh I was thinking of things while you were ranting um yeah. there, which was a good rant. Thank um you. one of them was I wonder if you did a study on guitarists. And mm. the guys that were really, really talented that could shred and that could uh, that were very technically gifted. It's gifted is the wrong term because wrong it, takes they a lot of, it. it takes a lot of practice to get that way. I wonder if they are more libertarian, more R minded type people than the guys that just go up there and strum some chords and sing the easy songs and all that. You know, the the ones that take the shortcut on the music entertainment, maybe they're good looking. And they just kind of pick up a guitar and learn a few chords mm-hmm. and have a decent enough voice versus the guys that truly uh, put in the hard work. I want that would be an interesting study. You know, the Matt Baldonis versus the Brian Adams or whatever. You know, what, I, well, the, the, the Bruce music Springsteen, industry Bruce is Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen cannot fucking play his guitar. He is not a good guitar player. And he's one of the most leftist guys out there. So, right. And he's had plenty of time to practice. I'm sure he just is like, why would I want to play like well, that? But, but I'm doing society, fine the way I'm doing <laughs> society. Keep in mind, the masses don't reward true excellence. Yeah, right. uh, true. In, in, especially I'd say in the arts, look at you too. What the fuck? How is that new? How is that popular? Yeah. But Bono, he's a leftist, of course. So, like, when it's handed to you, uh, when it's like, hey, this is what the kids are listening to now, and you got that sound, versus a true musician, I I would think, in general, everyone in the music industry is pretty ranked leftist. But uh, the ones who came up from nothing, I have a feeling, you know, they'd be kind of secret, you know, like Gene Simmons, 
even though I, I guess he's not really a musician. He is more of a businessman. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, it'd be a very interesting. So I don't think we'd have this very easy linear spectrum. No, no. But no. somebody like Prince, you know, Prince could really play the guitar well. I mean, he yes. really was. He 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 was technically rock solid, but he didn't really he didn't do much of that in his music. So you just wonder, you know, here's a guy that learned how to do all that stuff, could play anything he wanted really, mm -hmm. but then almost kind of pulled back for what, what he wrote for the public. But yeah. Um, another thought that came to mind was, uh, you know, you're talking about uh, AOC, Alexandria oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cortez. Right. And, and uh, she was, she was pretty hot in that dancing video. She was, she wasn't eyeballs and teeth in that dancing video that made the rounds. She was, she was TNA in that one. <laughs> but yeah, but once you get, once you get close enough to her, there's, there's kind of a face that would be pretty ugly. I mean, it's, she, oh, but she's have you really seen the video? Have you seen I saw the video. The video? Yeah, she got a body. I mean, it, I can't, yeah. I can't stomach it because it's look at we, us. We're millennials <laughs> and we're carefree. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. it's, but, uh, from a, she's got a body. There's no doubt yeah. about that, but then you get up and the psychoness in her eyes show up like, She's right. not she's eyeballs there. And teeth. Yeah, she's, she's eyeballs and teeth, and yeah, um, yeah. just kind of like, no, you're not a good person. You're just you're evil. You you there's something that cannot be true. You're not little Grandma Tilly who just wants to help out the poor. There's something behind those eyes that you know, or it could just be Latina women want to cut people. That just be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Mary Jo get a kick out of that. She's like, I'll cut you anytime we pick. Her. She's like, Latinas will cut you. <laughs> the other thing that the other thing that occurred to me during your rant was um, was that sometimes the the pain isn't immediate, right? Sometimes like the pain, what, the, the pain of living in a lie. Like, well, no, you yeah, you're saying that you know you don't need to do anything. Imagine what the millennials are suffering. Uh, through right now i think it's it might be more of a delayed pain it's kind of like the idea that eventually uh ladies will be cat ladies right yeah uh, their, their ego gets in the way yeah and they've been yeah. lied to they've been lied to yeah. the entire time yeah. so they think they're like when i when i graduated graduated top of my class blah 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 i thought it was just bad luck like i'm just having horrendously bad luck and it's like no you were given the wrong information right. i mean even i suffered even though okay i'm not a liberal but it the 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 uh, concept or the uh, premise or the point I was making that uh, if you don't live in the real world, you will suffer immeasurably. I was not living in the real world. No one told me how horrendously corrupt uh, the the financial markets or not financial or the finance industry was, and no one told me that a finance degree was worthless. Absolutely, no one told yeah. me that business degrees uh, did not go anywhere. Uh, and then I ended up paying for that until I was quite literally about 36, yeah. uh, where my very last job where I was like, no, I'm done now. You know, I kind of knew enough, to, but that was the final where it's like, it will never happen. I will never work in finance, um, because I'm simply not cut out for it. And there's no opportunity in finance either. So a lot of the, <clears throat> I guess I, what I'm saying is that maybe a lot of these people are in the ignorance is bliss stage right now. The millennials. Um, you know, whatever, Wh whoever we're kind of looking at and we don't like, mm -hmm. right. And we, and we wish ill on them and mm -hmm. you're saying, don't what you don't need to wish ill. You just need to sit back and, and, and let uh, nature kind of take its course. I guess we, we sort of operate on delayed gratification. And I think the way that 
many of them are going to get hit is like a delayed pain. It's going to be, they're going to wake up when they're 40 and go, shit. <laughs> yeah. I completely fucked up or right. wake up when they're 60 or whenever it is, they're going to look back on their life and they're going to go, fuck, I did it all wrong. You know, yeah. and I was blaming all these people who were trying to tell me, look, you're doing this all wrong because <laughs> it made me feel better at the time. I didn't believe in that delayed gratification. I wanted to be gratified right now. And so if you don't delay the gratification, you're going to have that delayed pain and it's going to be tremendous. When and, it, when it gets. We, and we cannot forget the exponential aspect of the pain uh, where the more and more you kick the can down the road, the more and more it grows exponentially. And most literally speaking to that would be student loan debt. Yeah, right. Or then you double down. See, a lot of feminists will do this is they'll double down. Women with their careers will double down. Even even men will, well, I got to get my MBA. They'll double down, go yeah. into even more debt, but then have no financial success thereafter. Or they don't pay off their student loans <clears throat> to the point I've read many articles now where women are in their 50s or 60s. Right. And I just got my master's in health administration. <laughs> like, bitch, it's over. You're not <laughs> retiring. What the fuck is wrong with you? Da -da 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 -da. Um, Don't you but, understand? Your Maslow's hierarchy of needs are taken care of. You don't yeah. you, shoot but, but higher. They, shoot they, for something but different. They were lied to. They were yeah. lied to the, ever since they were kids about you. Th this has been happening in the 60s. I keep hating to pick on women, but there's been no bigger group of people than women that have been lied to. Where yeah. you're lied to about your biology. You're lied to about point and purpose and meaning and happiness and love on this planet. You're sold this bill of goods that, hey, you should go become a careerist and your career is more. There's nothing wrong with being a careerist. Is that you know how much I, I adore and worship Mrs. DT for being the professional. She is, correct? Yes. Yes. But they, it, it's in substitution to love, husband, kids, family, joy, life. They actually got women to think that their career is the most important thing in life. And you never convinced men of that ever because they're like, fuck, work sucks. I don't want to do this. Right. But then with a guy, all he gives up is basically a career in finances. Um, and, and that's it. Uh, yeah, he's got to work a lot. But women have the biological clock. Men can shoot blanks till forever. Or not blanks. We can shoot live rounds till forever. Once menopause hits, ladies, it's over. Yeah. And one of the most important things to most people, not all, but to most people in the world, having kids is, is done. So right. the delayed uh, uh, gratification, not gratification, the delayed ignorance is what you called it, or the delayed comeuppance. Uh, uh, I said um, if they're not delaying gratification now, they're going to delay that pain later. That's going to really hit, hit them. Right. And what I'm saying is not only is it going to be huge and exponential and severe costs? They can't deny it by that time. I don't right. care how much they want to lie to themselves, especially the financial aspect. When that bill comes due every month and you can't pay it, <laughs> or, or it starts to affect your credit and now you can't find a job, oh, don't worry. The millennials know they're suffering pain right now because of the student loans. And the yep. women, I think it may be a little bit more subconscious but they'll be going out and partying and they're having flirtinis and da, da, da. And then they go home and they just start crying by themselves because mm -hmm. they may not connect it because, well, there should have been a dick inside of you and not 40 different types 
one and maybe there should be some kids and maybe you'd have a family but no you got you got the sex in the city life and somehow that's not satisfying they they maybe don't connect it but they are suffering a pain there's no doubt about it oh they've got their tom brady's that they can always look at and say see i can wait i can wait until i'm 50 to have kids she's 50 and she's fabulous she says fabulous i can have it all because this person over here is a genetic freak and has it all Mm-hmm. And so I can have it all. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston is in her 50s. Thank you very much. And, you know, we can just, and they got, well, they practically have a a, a, a river of, of vaginal juices flowing. Anytime <laughs> some gal in Brazil has a kid at 63, like, you know, those right. articles that come out like, yep. oh, woman, or, or there's a, a new technique to freeze eggs or a new success in a, a, a test tube baby or something. Oh, my God, George Clooney naked couldn't even get him to come as much. Right, right. Yeah, it's their Tom Brady. <laughs> it's their Tom Brady. It's their Tom you Brady. See, I think at the age of 77, I'll be playing for the Patriots. So I'm going to get my degree in football sports management, and then I'll go and try out at the age of 51. It'll take a while to become quarterback of the Patriots. Uh, if Tom Favre, Brady yeah. could do it, I could do it too. Brett Favre was like 50, wasn't he, when he was playing? But he played the entire time. Yeah, I know, then, but it would be like, see, he's 50. <laughs> Before I'm there sorry, was I Tom, keep, Tom Brady, there was Brett Favre. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting not to introduce reality into these conversations. Yeah. Exactly. You got you to mm-hmm. keep it unreal. Just keep it an unreal Just here. Keep it unreal. Girls, we, you can do everything. And if, and if someone tells you otherwise, he's sexist, racist, homophobic, exactly. and whatever other bad words you come up with them. There's going to be the tragedy and irony. Like, at the end, I always imagine there's like this post-game analysis analysis show. Like, when you die, there'd be like God. He's like, oh, here's your statistics. Oh, you played this way. You did that good. You did that bad. There's got to be a moment where <laughs> these gals... And some guys, uh, minorities as well, who thought that all their problems in the world was caused by white people. You know, there's got to be this point in your life where you're on your deathbed and you got to realize, holy shit, I wasted my life just getting pissed off and angry at other people. Uh, That's all I was, was angry. You know, that's all I did. And and, and I could have, what if I had tried to become an engineer? What if, okay, maybe it was whitey, but what if I, instead of bitching and whining about it, I, I, I try it anyway. And instead of working at Burger King uh, until I was 50, I, I went as an engineer. And, okay, maybe I only made 80% of what white engineers did, but I still brought home 60 grand. Would I have been better off? And the, so it's just the amount of lives that are wasted and ruined. is yeah. sad and tragic. Well, even if even if there isn't an afterlife, right? You don't believe in an afterlife. There I don't know. The, there, there, well, yeah, you're agnostic. There is the distinct possibility, as, as science has proved, Mm-hmm. that you might have like an unlimited time in your own brain as it's dying to relive your life and think thoughts. The The brain really? is still, yes, your brain is still active after you're dead for a little while. Yep. Oh, for a little and while. So, right. And so it's like, well, maybe when you're, maybe when your heart stops beating, you're kind of outside of time. It's like you're asleep, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. your brain's still active, but it's not really, you don't know what a second is. You don't know what a millisecond it is, an hour. You don't know. So there is the distinct possibility that you might be alone with your own thoughts for a while. So just keep that in mind when you're making life choices. Do you want to relive? Like you said, if you've got a movie playing in your head, 
Do you want it to be a good movie or a bad one? <laughs> oh, mine's gonna be mine's <laughs> gonna be epic and heroic because it it's from nothing to da da da. And we got to figure. I mean, I'm pissed. You know, there's no doubt sure. about that because I'd like the the rest of the world to be a, a different way. But I, I at least know what's going on. Like I don't wake yeah. up, you know. And I think I've done a, a great thing and a strong thing giving up on news. I know everyone's worried yeah. about it. It directly affects your life and your future. You want to know, but where I've gotten to the point, like that was one thing I was thinking like, Oh God, I should go look up a news story in case. And I'm like, Oh wait, yeah, that's right. DT wanted to talk about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like yeah. what the fuck am I going to say? Hey, some more leftist dipshits want more of your money. You know, uh, uh, what, what, I could what, talk what? about news stories too, but you know, there's, no, only I don't so, care like too, you said, I, there's only so much I like. I, I see news stories as, Mileposts. There are mileposts on the road of perdition, and you just need to know what what milepost you're at. And there's nothing you can do. Cars driving down the road, mm-hmm. you can just enjoy the ride. You know the best you can. So yeah, I mean, a recommendation to all the younger brothers and sisters out there: uh, instead of look, going to the new or go, watching the news or being on Twitter or whatever, go to the gym. Exactly. Go for a hike. I mean, yeah, just put the fucking device down, except yeah. when you're listening to older brother podcast. But other right. than that, put the device down, go do something. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think the best revenge is just being good looking and having hot chicks. <laughs> I really think, or a hot husband that really strikes at the core because you damn well know, uh, these tatted up losers, and I'm, I want to delineate between the Jack Donovan tattooed up type of motorcycle riders who actually are masculine versus the millennial soy boys who work at Taco Bell and have ear gauges in the rings. Like I want to del- differentiate between that. Uh, those guys. They could vote for all the socialism in the world. They hate it. They hate it when good looking people are having great sex. I mean, that's the number I'd say, yeah, go out, be good looking, have great sex. That's how you get back at the left. Probably, probably the best. Well, even like you said, the good conversation. Um, you know, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's almost to the, God, I'm getting intellectual, so I, intellectual yeah. rigor, all those kinds of things too. I mean, when you, <laughs> a good, a good revenge, I would think would be somebody who is very well-spoken as well, has interesting ideas that they haven't heard before. Right. I mean, these people that just uh, regurgitate, that, regurgitate everything. You, oh no, they're you, not capable yeah. of that. No, no, yeah. no. You're definitely, they're more, they're more instinct. They're, uh, they're more animalistic than that. They're more, um, they're going to be more yeah, jealous. Of the fact that you have someone with bigger tits. Yeah, that's probably Versus, true. I mean, what? Oh, that guy talked to his girlfriend about uh, Austrian economics and Mises. Damn, he t- I really wish I had that conversation. Yeah, I don't think the ear gauge wearing fuck at Taco Bell is going to be really jealous about our conversation about Thomas Paine. <laughs> so what you're saying is that person's going to be jealous of Mrs. DT. <laughs> he will, but yeah. he's not going to be jealous that she's a professional because I don't right. think he has the concept of understanding she's the professional. They're, they're going to be jealous because she's well endowed. <laughs> right. They're going to be jealous because she's got big cans or they're going to be jealous because <laughs> dude, man, you know, clearly got to ride his motorcycle all over the place. You know, that that's something they can understand. Uh, the, the concept of minimalism and the drawbacks that come with it, with the pros and the cons and, and the, you know, what is agency and what is purpose in life? I don't think they, they get that. Like, dude, man, the guy doesn't have to work. Right. He woke up at 10 a.m. Yes. I think that's yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how many times I heard, Oh, you don't have to work. And it's like <laughs> one, that's not true, <laughs> but that's all they see. Right. Is they see, 
they see the success as me not working when they don't realize there was a lot of work that was going on. Oh, it was yeah. just a yeah. different kind of work. It was yeah. just different. It wasn't, it wasn't the kind of work that you're thinking of. Yeah. But they are capable of like, you know, I don't know. There's, there's an element, instead of me writing a post, like no one's going to read the post that I wrote, but you know what is going to get a leftist jealous? A, a picture of your girlfriend? I don't know. No, well, that too. But me uh, giving them the finger while I'm on the golf course right, and right, it's yeah, 20 yeah. below zero and I, and I send it on a tweet. Like the right. best revenge, like Twitter would be the, I think the perfect cap for revenge. Like if you can't or you shouldn't, your response should not be more than 144 characters because then it's too complicated and too nuanced and yes, too intelligent yeah. for them to really get jealous. It's got to be simple, short, and sweet. That's why you memes know. are... Memes are very effective. Yeah, the NPC meme. Oh, yeah. that was that was brilliant. Well, and that's a yeah. You put you put the mind of someone that can do really good, you know, writing, uh, really good philosophy, really good, you know, structure an argument really well. That's the great thing about memes is that the right has always been good at being logical, structuring arguments, being convincing, but it takes time, right? And so right. they've of late. The reason why I think we've been more successful, I think than in the past is that we have taken all of that skill and talent and uh, intellectual rigor and we focused it into something really short with a picture. And, and, and that's why the left can't meme. That's why, that's why there's that whole idea that the left doesn't know how to meme. They, they, and, and our, on the right, our memes actually trick all the trick, all the, um, um, the censors is that they don't, they don't. They don't get what we're actually saying. No, they, they really in don't. These memes, yeah. <laughs> the the people that want to censor us. So yeah, no, it was it was it was great because the there were two gals that they tweeted it out, and unfortunately they came across my Twitter feed where I'm like, oh, this one's getting a doctorate in Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, and the other right. one is getting her doctorate, and I just retweeted, and so, it was the exact same response where, <clears throat> don't major in worthless stuff. Otherwise, right. you'll become a worthless person. Don't become a worthless person. <laughs> exactly. Major in STEM. And all the thought of the head. This isn't worth it. And you know, we need thinkers too. We can't all be engineers and doctors. It's like, yeah. Because it doesn't. Stupid. It doesn't require any thinking, right? No, to be no, in STEM. no. Just, just <laughs> the name calling comes out and it's like, oh, it's too easy. You're just a jerk. It's like, no, no, actually, I'm the nicest guy you know because I'm trying to prevent you from making a spectacularly bad decision. Yeah. But, uh, but at the same time, God damn, it's so much fun. It's so much happiness that comes from watching these guys get their comeuppance. Um, and you know, it, it, I don't think I'll ever be tired of picking on the millennials because the millennials are going out now. They're no longer the in generation. Right. Uh, they're they're starting to get into their thirties now. All the marketing, all the world, all the sexual attraction, all the real power in the world is now going to Gen Z because yeah. they're the ones coming up and online. And I'm wondering if the millennials are I'm going to. They're going to be jealous, but are they going to be able to, at least they were in the limelight. At least they're getting some attention, but now they're going to be an afterthought. And soon they're going to be in their forties and no one's going to give a shit. Well, it depends on how large the generation is. The boomers have been the center of attention from cradle to grave, right? Because of the size of their generation. Now it's all about the boomers. It's all about them retiring. It's all about them 
getting out of this dead. You know, they mm. want to make sure they get out of it dead, not get out of it alive. They want to get out of it dead before mm. before they have to suffer any consequences for all of their bad decisions. Right. And is Gen Z larger than the millennial generation? No, dude. Did you didn't you hear about uh, it was CBS News? I think they they were doing some about generations, and then there's a they threw up an image, and it said generations by years and so they showed the silent generation 50 to whatever the baby boomers uh, whatever uh they completely forgot gen x and went Didn't right they, yeah. to the millennials yeah yeah <laughs> yep. we're to we're completely it's never been about us it'll never be about us no ever. no and, and statistically yeah we're no, small we're the smallest generation between the two yeah, they'll fucking get rid of social security and all that shit when it's time for us to get it because we're, we're a small generation i'll say ah eh, fuck you guys but the no. millennials will say ah oh, fuck you <laughs> no they're gonna vote democrat they're gonna vote democrat because that's the way they've been told to yeah. But yeah, well, the Democrats we, will be against it at that point. They'll be like, "Well, we got too much debt. We're just going to have to." Gen Xers only paid yeah. twenty thousand yeah. dollars a year in tuition. Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll oh. get our their quote revenge on us somehow. But yeah, we don't. But, yeah, we I would don't just even say, yeah, it. if Gen Z is smaller, I think the millennials are going to be like the boomers, where it's going to be about them from cradle to grave. It's gonna. It's all the focus is going to be on their comfort. They're, you know, they're existing. But the millennials are Gen Z. Millennials. If the millennials are a larger generation, they'll suck up all the energy. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're, but what I'm saying in terms of the sexiness and, oh, right, uh, right. Uh, where all the attention, like all the fame is going to go, it's going to go to Gen Z because now they're the younger generation, whatever, 23 and, and, you know, that, that precious 18 to 24 demographic. Right. Yeah. Uh, The music's going to be tailored to movies fashion shows who's this most you know think britney spears when's the last time you heard anything for britney spears right 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 and right. then who was who's the millennials oh, was God. that amy winehouse now no, she's dead no, no that was, right. i think amy winehouse was a gen xer but... whatever okay my point being is no one's even going to be really paying attention to millennials right. except for themselves and their own right. writing you know that's yep. the only thing that's going to happen and uh but they're not going to be marketed to by sexy uh, marketing companies. They're not going to be sold to. Um, I mean, shit. When's the last time you saw anything marketed towards a Gen X mom? So here's your, here's your Range Rover, bitch. Get the fuck out of here and I'll there's take care not, of your kids. There's nothing marketed <laughs> towards us. <laughs> it's fine. We don't need we it. Can't, you know, we don't need lifestyle lifts yet. You know, We don't need reverse mortgages yet. All no. that's marketed to the boomers and all the crappy fucking music is marketed to the millennials <laughs> yeah it's just oh no it's gonna be wonderful it's gonna be wonderful should we finish up the uh the super chats here oh we got some yeah let's call it a night some. i think there's just a couple yes. more here uh atham says for two bucks dt got it right fascists and communists are left they are left no. yes and i can prove it because i've done a study on it showing government spending as a percentage of gdp but no one wants to hear about that now <laughs> but but you know we use that we use those terms left and right which actually come from Europe and their parliament yeah, yeah, you and said, how they would yeah. sit how they would sit in parliament so yeah i got a pee so different. let's get through these okay, oh, yeah, yep, 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 okay. <laughs> you got a pee rita bradford for 5 bucks says material wow. wealth is not true wealth without strong family community connection we have nothing. She is the mother of the older brother podcast. Yes. Good old Rita. We appreciate Rita. And she is 100% correct. Yes. Some kind of connection. Even just a connection with like 
I, don't, I think you can be alone and be truly wealthy, you know, if you're okay to be alone. If you're okay to be alone, that's a yeah. huge, that's a huge thing. There's very few, like for example, Bernard Chapin, I think is a person who can be happy and alone. I think um, Chris Beckloff, although he does live with his dad, not because of financial reasons, but I think because he's his, like his buddy. Um, I'm trying to think who are very truly alone people. They're very rare, very rare. Um, and at one time they had probably had an attempt to have somebody in their life, but it uh, ended in disaster or that they're truly indifferent. Like they kind of saw the, yeah. the abyss and like, fuck it. Nope. I'm not doing this. So but somebody that likes to be alone, whatever family they choose to hang out with or friends or community, then automatically is going to be a, a good experience. Right. It's not like, I think some people who aren't okay being alone, collect friends as kind of a, a, it's almost like, it's almost like um, trying to, it's like a form of materialism. It's like the more friends they have, the better they feel about themselves, right? Right. The yeah. They're not might be empty. They might be empty. People that get involved with all kinds of shit, mm -hmm. but they're totally empty inside because they're not okay just being with themselves, right? Right. Right. So I, yeah. But at the same time, I, I think humans are meant to at least interact yes. with one another. There's there's no doubt about that. And you look at at isolation studies. Uh, especially some of these baby boomers, which again, I can't emphasize how fucking hilarious it is. Right. Uh, but it's getting so bad that the UK set up a minister of loneliness. The United States, we even dedicated some department head for to look at loneliness uh, because it does, uh, statistically speaking, lower life expectancies, negative effects, and all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, 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 I'm not saying it's it's impossible, but it is rare uh, to be a a happy hermit as, as right. it were. Yeah. Cause they're late. They're lazy even in their loneliness. They're not doing that when they're alone, they're not doing the hard work. Right. Right. I'm saying there's a specific type of brain that's more, gets more satisfaction out of reading books sure. um, yep. than going and say salsa dancing. Uh, there's True. some, yep. a brain that just likes to sit and listen to podcasts b before they'd rather go to a, well, like, for example, I will never go, my God, some of these meetup groups are horrible. Like, I'll never go to a social meetup group, like, where it's just social. Like, right. you know, 50s and fabulous or fabulous 40s or the swinging awesomes or, hey, come to a, we're going to happy hour. Anytime they're, like, going to a happy hour at a bar, I'm like, <laughs> nope. There, there's got to be an activity or something else here. Like, there's bowling or hiking or something else. I'm not just going to go sit there. And drink beer, you know, it's right. not, that's not right. what's going to happen. So unless it's a beer aficionado group where you're actually, it's not about drinking uh, a bunch of white beer. It's about right. trying different kinds of beer or something. We're going on a, uh, micro brew tour. Yes. Uh, and there's Bob as a sober cab and come join us. And it's 15. Then I, okay. It was a little bit of an expedition, but yeah, when you're going to like, <laughs> you know, cowboy Frank's happy hour, Yep. Come meet other great, amazing. No, you're not great and amazing if you're going to Frank's <laughs> happy hour. You're oh, common, Frank. you're conformist, you're boring. You, I want nothing to do with you people. Yep. Okay, I think, let's see. This is the last super chat from oh, Dr. Khan blog again. <laughs> <laughs> for two bucks. For two bucks this time. So he gave 12 bucks total. That's great. Thank you, Dr. Khan. Thank you. Uh, equality is a false god. 
That's his statement. It's true. We should yep. aim for equal treatment, but equal yes. outcomes is is a false god. That's a horrific yes. um, policy goal to have. You don't want equal outcomes. You want meritocratic outcomes. Yeah. And that's why they've changed it from equality. Like, like you said, once you achieve something like, like uh, material wealth, uh, basically everybody's wealthy. You got to change those goalposts, right? You got to. Right. And so um, that's why the word equality, you won't see equality anymore. That word is gone. Mm-hmm. What you'll see is equity now. And equity. Ah, means, yes, true. Yes. Equity means equal outcomes. Yep. Yep. And uh, so if, you know, it, I do agree that this whole opening that door to equality does the temptation to move right on to equity is huge. Oh right? yeah. And oh, because that's the sort of easy answer. That's, that's the, that's the placating answer that, you know, if you, if you're, oh, I believe in equality, well, this person's living in but, these circumstances and this one's living there. Well, then you're past equality. You're past treating people equally, treating mm-hmm. the same rules for people to the same outcomes for people, which is equity. Right. No, at, at one time it, you can look at instances in us history, I guess any history. Uh, but I obviously the civil war uh, was one about equality where part of the civil war was about freeing the slaves. Uh, it was not, uh, I would even argue it wasn't even the main part about the civil war, but part of it was about freeing slaves. Yes. Uh, you look at the Jim Crow laws or the elimination thereof, there was some issues about equality. I would even argue some instances of feminism going back to the Elizabeth Stanton era, not the 60s, was right. about uh, equality. Um, but if you looked at the rest of American history, uh, a lot of it, the founding was equal treatment of men. Of course, you had to be a, a white landowner for <laughs> Well, that was just a vote. You were still, you were still I, I, okay, equal. I know. Yeah, I, you're I know, still equal under the law. Yeah. Right. But, but now don't give me shit. Like from 1980s on, don't give me shit yeah. that there was one group of people being more tr- poorly treated than the others. It's all been about equal outcomes yeah. and uh, uh, equity. And yeah, once, uh, once affirmative action hit, then it no. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, about. then it's. it's Nope. Equality no, anymore. No, Cause that's, no, no. that's inequality. I mean, or affirmative that action. Is, by that is racism or sexism or whatever yes. particular aspect of human you are talking about. That is the, the, the dis- different treatments of different groups is an ism, whether it's good or bad, doesn't matter. That is using a trait of a human being to give them different treatment. That's not equality. That's discrimination. And I, th- I think the main point, and you know, it, and um, there's a lot of talk like, oh yeah, equality is a false god, and so then then they go straight towards inequality, like like instituted inequality. Actually. Oh yeah, institute, yeah, 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 you know, like oh, all the, you know, it's unconscious. A, yeah, there's a, yeah. there's a temptation, and I th- I would just say that every good idea can be completely bastardized, and because that's because humans take good ideas and fuck them up. And my, that's why we equality was a good idea, and it's been completely fucked up with equity now. And, my favorite. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I just that there's this. I, I think sometimes people um, uh, think that that's sort of like they they project the outcome and they reject the premise, right? And but the reason why the outcome is bad is because people suck, not because the premise of that idea isn't a good idea, like equality. 
Right, right. No, oh no, people are horrendously flawed. The more and more I go, and, and as humans have evolved and the World War II generation has died, the average quality of the average human has just tanked. It's yes. just tanked. If this was, you know, uh, 1962, I'd say, yes, okay, uh, most humans are good. At, uh, now, fuck them. Well, fuck nuclear bomb goes off i'm gonna laugh my ass off to the bank i mean well i'm gonna go but it was yep. good to see these fuckers die they've yeah. revealed they've revealed their true selves in their right. comfort basically right. they've they've right. had the time they've had the time now that they're not just trying to survive they've had they have the time now and basically the lack of consequence to reveal you know, to take off the mask to reveal their true hand right. and it's it's not good it's not good when when all their wealth, back to your article, when all their wealth, uh, their uh, material needs are met, they become who they really are. And it's not right. good. And they all go major in Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. All, right. all right. That it? Yeah, that's it. No more. Yep. No more. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, ladies, if you would, please like the video. That'd be a very kind thing. And if you'd like to help out the podcast, which means you want to help out me. I'll probably help out DT by buying them. Here, you know, this is a way to get you to actually show up and be social. If you <laughs> would like to get any of these shekels, if you'd like to get any of the donations, you got to meet me and I'll buy you dinner. You have to come out for dinner. I'll buy you a meal. Can it not be 30 below when we do that? Yeah. Oh, I'm not driving. No. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere tomorrow. No, but like summertime when I come back to the Twin Cities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like like when, when there's that text that you never check and I say, hey, exactly. DT. You want to come on down? Like, no, I got some beer to drink and I got to go debark some wood. Then you're not going to get none of your money. You won't have equity in the Older Brother podcast. Okay, See, you'll gotcha. be denied equity in the Older Brother podcast. But if you're like, yeah, let's go out, live like, holy shit, what's this called? And he'll bang on the doors back at his house. Mrs. DT will open the door and he'll say, Mrs. DT, what is this? What is this? And she'll say, what are you talking about, DT? He's like, this. I walked out of house. What's this? She'll say, that's outside, DT. <laughs> that's then, fun. I shall say, that's fun. You discovered fun. <laughs> oh, it's a scary and dangerous place. People might want to meet and go do shit out here. We don't want any of that. It's that F word. It's the yes. F word. Fun. Fun. <laughs> um, anyway, if you want to help out the older brother donation shit thing and stuff, uh, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Uh, and there's three ways you could give us money, essentially. One is by going to Patreon. Oh, which, by the way, I think I'm going to take the article that I wrote. I'm going to put it behind a paywall because I got so few hits and it wasn't worth the three days it took me to write it. So <laughs> I'm going to put it behind a fucking paywall in also part to test out how the paywall thing works on Patreon. Oh, OK. So I, I guess because I, I also want to see how that works. I'm like, yeah, this is a good enough candidate for anything to try that. So there's there's Patreon. You can donate money, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's also PayPal. There's a PayPal link there. Uh, you can donate money monthly as well. Uh, if you don't like Patreon, most people don't like Patreon. You can do that through PayPal. Uh, you don't need a PayPal account. I don't know how many fucking times I had to uh, I try to pay a PayPal. I don't, have a, I don't have a PayPal account. It's like, uh... Did you enter in the numbers in the description and then hit next? Because then there's a button there that says pay with debit or credit card. And so I, I get so fucking pissed. It's, you can pay with a credit card. You don't need a PayPal account. So you can do that as well. Uh, and then there's my preferred route that you guys, if you want to help out the shoe, 
uh, is to do all your Amazon shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. That link also located at olderbrother.com slash donate. All you have to do is to remember to get into a good habit of going there or my blog, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com and clicking on the Amazon banner to do your shopping. And then I get a percentage and a cut. And no, you don't have to sign up for anything. If you already have an Amazon account, you just click and shop and buy. That's it. That's all you have to do. I think that's it. Anything else, DT? Uh, stay warm. Don't go inside and freeze your dick off. It's uh, not for you, though. For the for, I'm for- golfing tomorrow and sending so many pictures. <laughs> exactly. You gotta go ride 30, my motorcycle and so send so many pictures. Thirty fucking below. I'm watching the thing, John Carpenter tonight. Perfect time to watch John uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. So that's how I'm gonna enjoy this polar vortex. I, I'm gonna enjoy the polar vortex because I'm not I'm not even being slightly facetious facetious or arrogant. Uh, or bragging, I'm making the point that tomorrow and today as well uh, is proof I was right. That's that's and and that's where I am going to do a little bit of bragging, and get a little bit of revenge. It's just like no, I was right. You guys ain't clear. You know why you such a tight one? Why are you working so much? Well, motherfuckers, guess what? I guess <laughs> you guys get to have peace of colds coming what out was of your it? dick. Seventy degrees, eighty degrees warmer. Las yeah, yeah. it's it a great. 63 and um <laughs> yeah so you guys Amazing. you guys enjoy your as, yes. as your urine freezes off your own genitalia you tell me how i had to loosen up i need to take it easy you guys all enjoy your fucking mortgages and your fucking car payments i'm gonna go and golf and ride a motorcycle and and maybe get some good food so Amen. All right, with that, amen. All right, have a good night, everyone, and toodles.